Welcome back to Check Please, the DD podcast. Previously, the party traveled from the Isle of Steam on the way back home after having killed Lavette's childhood friend in a freak accident. The group made their way back north to the city of Zareth and happened to arrive on the Solstice holiday. They tried their best to participate in the festivities by giving each other gifts, and Gro arrived with a new artificial eye for Sol. A new day dawns, and the party prepares to set out to Vild. So you guys are currently in the town of Zareth. It's the morning of December 22nd. The city is pretty much sleepy right now. Most people are sleeping off their hangovers or just sleeping in because it is a non-work day today. So shops are boarded up and closed. Very little to no commerce going on today. Yeah, today is typically a day to spend with family. So there's not a whole lot of stuff going on. Am I back yet? Can be if you'd like, yeah. So... Sol has come back and is probably going to the cart first because they'd have no idea where everyone <laughs> went to sleep. We went to the Greyhammer Inn. You go to the carriage and you find that Karis has spent the night in the carriage. Oh, is she still asleep? She is, yes. Okay, well, since she's still asleep, I'll climb on top of the cart and just play some music while I wait for everyone else. Quiet music. Practically a lullaby. You see someone sleeping, so you immediately get out your drums and just start... (laughs) No! I have a liar! Wake up! Bajah will open up! Don't need the keepers on the cable. (laughs) Oh. Oh. (laughs) Nat one, that instrument. Oh. Woo! This is a sixth critical. The door to the carriage opens up, and you hear Karis. Good morning. Uh, morning. Sorry, I was... Trying to do that quietly and utterly failed completely in that. It's okay. It looks like it's daytime anyway. Good morning. Good morning. How come you slept in the carriage? Uh, I just didn't really feel like being around anyone, I guess. Sorry. All right. No, no, not your fault. Everyone needs alone time sometimes. Are we almost ready to get back on the road then? Don't know. I was waiting for everyone else. I don't actually know where they are. I just kind of came here first once I got here. Oh, they went off in that direction. Karis will point to the southwest. Sol kind of looks in that direction, and then they're still on top of the carriage, and then they look back at Karis. Oh, I'm sure they'll come back here. Do you do you want to still be alone? Because cause then I'll leave. But um, No, it, it's fine. I'll just, um, I'm just going to read, okay? Of course. Let me know if you need anything, okay? She nods and gets back into the carriage. Transition to the inn. Everything is covered in blood. What? <laughs> Everything is on fire and half the staff is dead. The other half is begging for mercy. Meanwhile, Vera stands there, drenched in blood, scythe dripping, as she laughs maniacally as the flames reflect in her eyes. Ah, uh, it's a good time. Welcome to the hive, she says. Then <laughs> Vera wakes up. And wakes up. Ah, oh, oh, hell. What a pleasant dream. Yeah. <laughs> that dream again. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> bang, bang, bang on the door. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> bang on whose door? Say a little bit. Knock a little louder. Okay. I'm, I got my puppy in my arms, so I'll wake up. You wake up, and the puppy is not in your hands. Oh. Where is the puppy? The puppy is across the room being held by Archie. Oh. Who somehow is deployed. Huh. So that's weird. I have to ask him about that later. I'll answer the door first, though. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> okay, I, oh, I answer the door. Yes. Huh. So, yes. are we are we ready to are go? Up? 
Oh, uh, I just need a minute. Has Malchus gotten going yet? Uh, I'll turn to... Uh, I started just banging the shit out of his door. <laughs> oh, okay. Just <laughs> I can let him know that I, want, I need to talk to him before we can't come back. I mean, you can just go in. It is an in. <laughs> I got to get changed first. <clears throat> Damaging to soul. <laughs> <laughs> so, while I'm getting my shit ready, I'm going to ask Archibald how he managed to deploy while I was asleep. So Archibald's going to think about that, and he's going to respond... Which roughly translates to, I was needed. Oh, this is very interesting. And also, I'm really happy for this. But first, I got to talk to Marcus. Marcus, wake up! Fine. Marcus is not a morning person. I don't imagine he is. Marcus is not a person. (laughs) 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 Damage to... To God. Damage to Marcus's soul. <laughs> that also is not a thing. Yeah, it's someone else's soul. Uh, Marcus, are you decent? Well, I'm dressed, but I don't know about the other thing. I'm just gonna <laughs> step in. Well, uh, we meet up with you at the cow. Alright. Now head over there. Alright. All Beardy, can I hop in the private channel with Scurry? Yeah, absolutely. One moment. Alright. I need to talk to you about something. It has been on my mind for a while. What is it, buddy? Uh, I need to ask you a question, and regardless what the answer is, I need you to tell me the truth. If you don't, I will find out sooner or later, and that would be bad. Sounds more like a threat than a You're okay. Marcus, on the night that Moira died, did you do or see anything that I should know about? What do you mean, did I see anything? You know what I mean, Marcus. What did you do anything? Did you play a part? No, I did not. I did everything I could to save Mora. She was just gone. Just gone. The body would, the healing would worked. She was already gone. Do you have any of her memories? It is odd that you say that. Why is it odd? So about the time we got to the trolls, I started having very vivid memories of us, but not me. If you understand my meaning. Do you have any memories of Callie's? It's as though the met Just uh, yes like, or no is fine. I have memories of... Place the um, Callie's school up that we hated the tour. Yes. Yes. You do. As if I were Karis. I, I... I have vivid memories of... Of Callie's. Of from the, the perspective I, of Subwinitis. Yes. Alright, I'm casting both strength on myself. And I'm gonna go lunge in and strangle Marcus. So Marcus said that he had vivid memories of Karis's childhood? Mm-hmm. Because that's... It, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Moira. Moira's childhood. Moira's childhood. Yeah, that's right? the thing is I'm not sure what you meant. Yeah, Moira's childhood. Okay. Not Karis. My apologies. I still go for the bull strength. I'm not okay. doing the lunch yet. One moment. <laughs> now, mind you, Marcus is probably still in bed. That makes it all the oh. easier. Or, right. yeah. or, or at the most, probably on the edge. Okay, so just to track character movement, I'm just going to push the map that you were both on. (laughs) So what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop strength onto yourself. Okay, so you cast both strength on yourself, and now I'm going to need initiative rolls. Lavette, you have initiative. 
Okay. So Marcus is currently prone. Let me go ahead and drop that on him. So Levette, you are currently bull strengthed. You're next mm-hmm. to Marcus. Marcus is in bed, so he's currently prone. Mm-hmm. He's also flat-footed. What are you mm-hmm. going to attempt to do? How does trying to strangle him work? Okay, so you're going to want to make a combat maneuver against him? That was a two. I'm so sad. That was a two. Okay, so that's going to take wow. us to Marcus. All right. Like, Marcus. Scramble onto his bed. Le- Levette just scrambled over, like lunged at you, arms out, a murderous look in her mm-hmm. eye. What would you like to do, Marcus? Yay! So I essentially rolled out of bed, standing up and grabbing my staff. I'm not going to attack. I have no reason to. I'm just defending at this very second. Where's Vera? Vera was walking down the hall, so hold on one second. Could I get a perception check from Vera, please? A 12. Nope. Two. All right. Well, I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. bye. So I'm going to flip a little switch on my gauntlet, and Archibald in the other room rolls up into a sphere and just rolls his way over to me. I'm going to use my maker's call. Okay. And that's going to summon him to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Archibald very quickly moves over to you and redeploys. You have a move action left. Oh, you're right. I do. I don't really know. I wouldn't want to move closer to him now he has a stick. I'm just going to point at him and tell Archibald to kill him. Okay. And you say that in Cog or in Gnomish? In Gnomish, I guess. Okay. All right, Marcus, you have initiative. I reply so, into the chat there. Marcus is going to say in Gnomish, Archie don't, Levette is confused. All right. I'm going to cast Iron Skin on myself. All right, so I'm going to drop Iron Skin on yourself there. Sweet. And where is the door in relation to me? Or is there a window? There are windows. Don't do that. Oh, no. So the doors on the other side of Levette and Archie, there's a window directly behind you. Dude, if you run, I won't be able to cover your ass in the long run. All right, that's your turn anyway, so we're going to jump to yeah. Archie. Oh, that's where the bet is. Cool. He's going to move right up, too. All right, he's going to look at you, and he's going to look at Marcus. He's going to say something. Which roughly translates to, why? Because he fucking killed her. All right, what's your initiative again? Yeah, I kind of turn to Marcus incredulously and be like, I am the one who's confused. You do you understand what you've done? Do you really not understand? I have done nothing. Done nothing? Don't you dare say no. that. Don't you dare say that. It's never mind what you took from me. <laughs> what did she ever do to you? She, who she took you to her to take everything, everything away? Oof. I think I'm gonna try to essentially try to incorporate the memories into talking to Levette. How vivid is my knowledge of their relationship? Yeah, I heard the question uh, in slow-mo. Do you hear so, the answer? Yeah, I do have an answer for you. So the answer sure. is you have a fairly familiar knowledge with the childhood that Moira and Lavette shared. So if you want to drop like specific references to things that happened, you were capable of doing so. However... I did not write down specific instances of Levette's childhood, so that's up to you how you want to phrase that. So if you just want to agree upon something here, you can do that. I'm going to insert reference here. Moira knows you to to be understanding, to be patient, to try to figure out reasons. Moira knows you to not be rash. Let's talk. Moira didn't know what I was capable of, so she didn't have to see me like this. But that's maybe the one mercy I granted her. So you really, truly not understand what, what has happened here? I do not. 
I do not. The completely not for Manon. I went. What I is the dragon that you search so hard for, Tedio? Where do you get your memories? From consuming souls, but I didn't yes. consume any souls. Yes, you did. How no, I remember you know? us going into that room, and then I remember me trying to save Moira's life. That is what I remember. Simple. How do you explain this? The... I never spoke of her. It was too painful. Do you think that when we were in the room with her being scattered to the beardy, would I have known any knowledge of how his thing worked? Yeah, I can yeah, do. you do. Moira was scattered pretty much the four winds. I know. I know. Do you think I might... Think, yes, I do. Think, it was my mistake. Do you think I might have absorbed some of the memories while we were there? Just because it was in the room, passively? I don't know. Her soul was not all together, so it stands to reason that her soul, for a person like me, do you think that I might inadvertently, as she was passing, have absorbed some of those memories? I don't know how all this works. I'm still new to it, too. I think Callius was like... But I can't do anything about that now. Well, son, I need you to do something for me. Anything. You're not going to like it. You need to kill me into my soul. I don't want these memories. I don't care whose persona you take over. I'm not taking anybody's soul. I have no intention of stealing anything. You already... This was all my fault, but I can't fix it. No, I'm fixing now. Beardy, in Gnomish, I know I can't command Archie, but can I ask Archie to pick Lavette up and hold her? Because I don't want to kill Lavette. I have no desire to. Oh, I just don't. I mean, that seems like well, pretty I mean, easy. Okay. It seems like it's going to be hard to inadvertently murder me. Although, I well, guess this party is pretty good at that. Yeah, apparently. Whoops, I just stabbed you. Her memories live on through me. I'm not her. I know she would not want you to end your life. She would want you to continue on and clear your family's name. She would want you to clear your name and to bring to justice the people who did. She doesn't kill them. No, but it's not fair. I don't care what happens to me. It's not fair to her. She was so kind and so good. And I know. And only suffered for it. And I, you know she was so scared, even though she tried to hide it. The time, all the time, the flight of stairs could have been her last. But then I made it happen. No, it was not you. It was not your fault. You know this. Yes, she knows. I could have, she knows this. I could have done anything. I could have. I could have not tried to play with her life like that. You did what you thought was the best thing. But I was wrong, Malchus. Then put it right. I can't. I can't put it right now. I can't get her back. It was saving money. I was scheming for. It's a means to maybe resurrect, but that can't happen now. Do you remember the demonstration, my thesis? Yes. It's everything, then. I remember everything. Because you were honest with me, and because this seems to be simply a symptom of your nature. Until Sol leaves us, because I know you're so close, I believe you'll be. After that I... point, I don't know. We'll have to see. But I won't tell anyone. If you want to do that, you can, but I won't. I won't, I I won't we should, turn uh, some against you like that for now. I think the only person we need to be cautious of current is Karis. You need to be cautious of Karis. And I you need to be cautious of me. Cautious of I think we all need to be cautious of Karis. Nobody makes someone die in that kind of pain for nothing. And I for did. no reason. I did. Did you see that troll die? I did. Did you? You saw Moira die. You saw the state she was in for eight long years. What kind of 
Same boat chills that. And now she doesn't even get to release of death. Just gone playable. Beardy, would I have knowledge of Moira's mental state? During the time that she was bedridden? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she was essentially in a coma. Yeah, she was brain dead effectively. Yeah, it's just like a gray nothingness. She didn't feel anything. She wasn't there. I can tell you this. She wasn't there. Whoever damaged your machine, which would have worked, did this to her. Not you. Your machine was would have worked. Malchus, first of all, you did this to her now. You should not be so quick to point fingers. It is taking a lot of my willpower. Not to hate you with every part of my being right now. You took away the most precious person in my entire life and I can't ever get her back. But I will protect you for soul's sake because they would be heartbroken to know this, I think. And then we'll see. Come on, Naji. Let's go. Alright. Walk out. I'm gonna clear initiatives. Alright. Marcus is gonna stand in that room for a little bit, just staring out the window. Actually, I need to ask Beardy a question. Yeah, what's up, buddy? Is it possible to reconstitute? No. Damn. Nobody's getting that happy ending, are they? Told you this already, man. <laughs> oh. <sighs> this was not your fault. This was Levette's hubris. Yeah, Marcus is like me. Really wants everybody to have it all. Yeah. <sighs> so we're all back. Yeah. On the way back from the end to the cart, I'll go find a barrel to pawn it behind. Alright. Archie falls behind you, nervously clasping his hands, not really sure what to do. Okay. Then I'll head back to the cart after that. Alright. Vera, you make it back to the cart first. You see Sol sitting on top of the carriage, strumming out a tune. (laughs) Well, Navette and uh, Marcus should be here uh, soon. They want to talk to each other about something beforehand. Okay... Well, that's a little annoying, but hopefully they'll be here soon. How was your evening? It was alright. Just went to a bar, talked with the others. Mm-hmm. Not much happened. Okay. And I spent most of this morning just trying to wake the others up. Right. They need so many hours. At least Marcus did. <laughs> you know, for not actually being a person, he sure does like to sleep. Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I won't. Thank you. Soul attempts to jump off the cart. Soul fails again. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Soul, you take one point of damage. Oh, man. <laughs> I only rolled a... I got a seven for my acrobatic. Oh, come on. I had one cold jump once and I can never do it again. <laughs> acrobatic. imagine are them daintily leaping off and then plummeting face first. Oh, wait. I realize I don't have any skills in acrobatics because I use dance for acrobatics now. And I completely forgot. Would you like to dance instead? No. No. <laughs> okay. It's so much better that you just like... Wait, we get do-overs. <laughs> I want to do-over. I have a role I'd like to do-over. Hmm. Actually, I'd like to keep the role. I just want to keep the fucking boat as I got to it. But I'm, you know, it's too late now. Anyways. I'll go up to the cart and also go up <clears> to <throat> Karis. You uh, feeling a bit better today? Yes, I, I think I am. I'm ready to leave whenever you are. Fantastic. See, this initiative is what the rest of the group needs to have. Soul is sitting on the ground rubbing their face. (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay? Come back. Yeah, I was just stupid. Again. Karis will pop their head out of the carriage and see that you've injured your foot. Hi, hi. (laughs) Hold hold still just one moment. Okay. Your foot feels cold. Don't do this. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. She uh, channels positive energy and your foot feels a bit better. Thank you, 
Karis. Aww. That was so sweet. She nods and sits back down in the cart. All right. Soul's going to just check on the horses, brush their hair and stuff while waiting for the group. Okay. So at this point, Levette will make it back. With Archie? Yeah, with yes. Archie. And, and zero. zero. Archie, zero, and Levette return. How long does it take Marcus to get ready? Is he still sleeping? I woke him up. Okay. okay. Well, everyone seems a little ready to go. So why don't you guys just get in the cart and I'll keep prepping the horses while we wait for Mark. Okay. I'll sit down in the cart. Are you feeling better, Kelly's? <clears throat> yes, I'm, I'm feeling a bit better today. I'm just anxious yeah. to get on the road. Yeah, and this time. Marcus finally comes walking back to the carriage. Who's inside and who's in the front of the carriage? Usually it's me and Vera in front. I'm taking shotgun with Soul. Okay, a little bit of a squeeze. <laughs> uh, probably not. He's a halfling. No, no, oh, no. Small- trying to replace Vera as a best friend slot. Marcus goes to Vera. Hey, Vera, do you mind hanging out inside the cart? I want to ride shotgun with Soul. Ah, fine. I'll go on one of the other carts, though. Uh, may as well. Oh, with your people. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be at the helm of one of the other cart. Okay. Start preaching. <laughs> <laughs> do a transformation. Show them. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, I, it's I, just Karis and I in the other one in the back, I guess. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And Archie and his dog. <laughs> yep, just you guys in the back of the carriage that me and Marcus are going to be driving. We know where everyone is now. All right. So we'll kind of see Vera walking away. It's just like, oh. <laughs> Marcus, are you getting inside? Hopping up. Actually, I wanted to ride shotgun with you. Oh, you don't mind. of course I don't mind, Marcus. I wanted to explain Bull's eye patch thing because I went back and forth a bit in our last session that we were all together. So I think Soul's still going to wear it, but more as a headband rather than an eye patch. And if there are strangers or a lot of people, they'll probably switch it down as to not freak out people with the glowy eye thing or just the eye being a straight color. So they're still going to wear that as a headband and their feathers still on it. I just wanted to explain that. Anyways, Soul gets up on the seat, pats it over for Marcus to sit down and starts the horses up. I can't even contribute anything that would top that. (laughs) The ambiguous horse, car, (laughs) motorcycle, cat noises. (laughs) So you guys head off and begin traveling north along the trade road to back to Ville. Is there anything you guys want to do or talk about on your journey? Vera will just be talking about the hive with the cart that they're in. Mm-hmm. Beardy. Yeah. Whole soul and Marcus into the other room. Oh, shit. Here we go. Oh, okay. okay. Cool. So we're driving. How was your Yule with husband? Good. And I saw my family, too. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. And talked about the wedding a little bit. You know. So what am I wearing? <laughs> Whatever you, uh, something nice. Am I permitted to have a kilt? I'm sorry, what's a kilt? It's like a skirt. No. Like what I wear? Yes. I'll take a shot. I'll show you. All right. Okay, so what do you remember of the day that Moira died? Let's see. Gro told me not to do anything illegal. And then I said, suggestion's probably not illegal. It's less worse than charm, right? And then I asked Moira's mom if... She would let Lavette in, and then Lavette went in, and you guys kind of all followed up, and I was downstairs still playing my instrument because I promised Gro not to go inside because I didn't want to be illegal. <laughs> and then I think Lavette was screaming, so I ran up, 
and everyone was freaking out. And then for some reason, you were like, I don't know, a, a limp noodle, one might say. You weren't really doing anything. You looked like, I don't know, you were spacing out. And I don't know, everyone wanted you gone. So I picked you up and carried you out of the house. And then we left. I really am not sure exactly what happened, but everyone seemed really upset. Well, I ask because I remember pretty much the same thing. Difference being is the thing I remember is going into the room and then not even nothing. But the next thing I remember is... Moira dying, and I'm channeling energy, I'm trying to revive her, but there was nothing to revive. And I say this because then I had a conversation with Levette about it. I have vivid memories of them, but essentially, if it was me and Levette, but I have knowledge that I know is not my knowledge. You, you ate her? No, I didn't. But if you... If you have those memories, isn't that what Zell said? That is what Zell said. But it has to be a conscious thing to do. I have to want to do that. You do? You can't just instinctively do it and lose control somehow? As far as I know, it has to be a desire to want to. But you might be right, it might be a bloodlust thing, but I don't Marcus, know. Marcus, did you eat her? No. As far as I know. Soul holds out their pinky and stares Marcus in the eye. You promised you did not eat her. I promise I did not eat her. Okay, are you going to do the pinky? I shake your pinky. <laughs> you, you don't even lock your pinky with mine? I shake it like a, a handshake. Soul does not, not look amused. Oh. Uh, 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 Hook your goddamn my... pinky with mine, Marcus. Oh, promise you... me. If you break this promise, I'm going to break you. I'll break myself. Good. I believe Dole still has reins, but they kind of shift it over and put it in one hand for a second, and then they put one of their arms around Marcus, and then they kind of pull the reins out again with both hands so that he's nooked into them a bit. Marcus is just leaning in, just thousand-yard stare off into the distance, just, what is my life? What have I become? I love you, Marcus. With where my heart should be, I love you with all of it. <sighs> so... Did you and Lovette have a fight? Lovette was not happy. But you didn't kill her. No. So, did Lovette kill her? (sighs) No, Lovette did not kill her. With this knowledge, with these memories, Lovette did not kill Moira. It was not her fault. Do you think she somehow transferred her memories to you in like a last living resort or something? I don't know what it was. I don't know how I got these memories, but... If that's possible, I'd like to find out. If, mm-hmm. if for some reason I can transfer all these memories to Levette, that would be wonderful. Hmm. Maybe, well, I don't know if she wants to talk to you, but maybe just telling her what you remember? What Moira In remembered? In time, I don't think Levette wants to see me at this very moment. The next opportunity we get i'm going to do some research if these memories can if i can give them well there is something i read in a book once i don't know how long it'll take me to study but it is (laughs) it is possible eventually for me to with enough training learn a spell where i can change people's memories do you think a bard changed your memories what if a bard transferred memories? Oh my god, were we near any other bards? 
Fifth. Brad, that bastard. Brad? Oh, sorry. Is it Biff or Brad? Oh, Biff. He married me. (laughs) Marcus just leans in. Marcus is stressed. For a clarification, does Marcus know that you married him? Married girl? No, married Biff. Uh, No, I didn't marry Biff. Biff married me and grow. But keep it. Please keep it. Please keep it as Marcus's misunderstanding, because that's so much better. Yes. So, (laughs) Marcus just leans in. There's so much more information today that... Well, Saul still has him under their arm, so... Leans in, just just like, done for the day. It's okay, buddy. Why don't you keep resting? Can we fix me, please? No one can truly be fixed, but I'll be here for you. I wonder if I asked that of Lovett. She'd fix me with a sword. I don't think she can hold a sword. She's kind of small. She'd find a way. She'd have Archie do it. Fix me, but good. Can we uh, at some point talk about what we saw with Karis? Saw what? She did that troll. Oh. Mm, I doubt Karis wants to talk to you at all. No, but can we at some point down the road kind of put a pin in that knowledge? Because that was very scary. Well, she was about to get crushed. Yeah, but nothing deserves to die in complete agony. Even a troll. Well, I'll try to bring it up at some point. Please do. Because if you're going to kill something, just kill it. Don't make it suffer. Soul nods. Is unsure, but nods anyways. Points to Marcus being a good guy. (laughs) Sure. 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 That's how that works. (laughs) Alright, is that the conversation then? Continue on the road? Continue on your road, just cluing you in. Yeah. Because Marcus really likes Sol. Alright. So, it's been pretty quiet for most of the ride, but at some point she's going to ask Harris. So, in Kalis, if you don't want to talk about why you were calling season night, I understand and I won't hurt you, but I just want you to know if there is anything I can do to help. Just let me know what that is. If anyone else had asked me, I would have told them that I was fine and I would have ended the conversation, but... You seem to care more than the others, so I'll tell you. I just feel like everything I've learned has been for nothing. I I went out of my way to make an eye so that Sol could see, and it wasn't good enough. And the instant they had another option, they took it. So it just sort of felt like a betrayal. Yeah, I understand. I I don't know what to tell you. I've felt the same way with these people, but I, I don't think that. Your method was wrong. In fact, I thought it was very clever. Thank you. I also have a question for you. Purely hypothetical. What's on your mind? When a creature like Malchus consumes a soul, what happens to it? She leans her head back and stares at the roof of the carriage. If I remember correctly, they require the energy of a soul to survive and maintain their essence on this plane. That energy is essentially... Energy of the soul is converted into negative energy, which sustains them. The soul's destroyed in the process. Destroyed? Can, it can't be turned back or, or squeezed out? If, if it's with these creatures on the other other, can they consume from one another? I don't think so. I, the only way that you would be able to reconstitute a soul that was eaten like that would be the intervention of a deity. Yeah, something that could about. create a new soul or return a soul back from nothingness because essentially the soul is not even in the afterlife it's it's consumed and gone 
So if it were that simple, if it were simply dead, then you could use a raised dead or resurrection or, or some other method of returning someone to life. But yeah, the hypothetically speaking, you would have to have some sort of deity or incredibly powerful divine or arcane caster to bring something back. I mean, this sort of crosses into my research and is one of the reasons why I'm trying to get field experience. I'm attempting to do something similar myself. You already knew that. You go. And it's used with crossovers on. Somewhat. I'm not entirely sure how... Well, if if there's no soul, I'm not, I'm not sure. This is purely hypothetical, like I said. With Kimball, it's a bit easier since she's here. I have a soul oh. to work from, but I'm not I sure if, if a soul is eaten, how to bring it back, which is entirely why I'm concerned about Marcus being around. That's a valid concern. I'm, I'm just not entirely sure how in control of his hunger he's going to be. That just kind of curls up. Did something happen? I'm supposed to tell you. She goes to put a hand on your shoulder and then stops herself at the last second. What what happened? You are like so hard to make me feel included and important and special. And I feel so guilty because I can't help but still feel so alone. I screwed up. I, 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 I fucked all things I shouldn't have messed with. At least if I tell you well, if what you say is true, I don't have any ideas. I don't think that this could be fixed. I, not, nothing happened. She kind of has a flat look on her face. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't want to break your trust, so if there's anyone I know I can't trust, it is you now. But uh, you have to promise me then. We cannot let the others know that you know, and we can't take action on this yet. I have it promise of my own to fulfill. Okay. All right. Moira is gone for good, it seems. And um, you think it was Marcus? I, he told me it was. He chose he didn't to do this? He says it was involuntary. He did not even realize, but he had her memories. This is worse than I thought. It is. I promised him, and I was really making this promise to Sol that I will leave him be until after the wedding, so they don't need to know about this. Unless he's already told them, of course, but that is his prerogative. I I don't want to see some heartbroken faces. I've been working on a oh, spell. To get rid of him? She nods. Is there anything I can do to help? I just need to test it a few times to see how effective it is. Okay, and what do we need to test it on? Something that you don't mind if it dies? Well, we'll probably run into a few of these on solo. Good. She looks back at her book. Jealous, what do I do now, so? Prepare. I guess revenge is what they have to give for. Okay. Can I give an awkward look to Archibald? <laughs> Archie looks very confused about this whole thing. Uh, but that's all. So, are we headed on the road currently? Yeah, unless anyone else has any other conversations they want to have. Alright, cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Can can Hummel and I be in a room? <laughs> yeah. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. I hate when you like this. Why are you? Just just tell me how you're feeling. <laughs> buzz, 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 buzz. God fucking Fuck. damn it! Put the, put the drink down, Hummel. God. I knew buying you that tiny mug was a mistake, and I bought it's it for an you. It's a normal mistake, but it was a mistake. <laughs> All right, we're gonna start advancing some time here. Okay, you guys continue north along the road. What you see is a bonfire that has been set up in the middle of the road. It is burning. 
bonfire. Yep. It appears to be a mass of brush and sticks, and it's currently burning, blocking the road. In the middle of the road? In the road? middle of the road, yep. Looks like someone put a bunch of flammable materials in the middle of the road and lit it up. Marcus did a perception check. Alright, Marcus, you look around, and you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Other than that. Also, also perception. Neither does 20. Vera. All right. Wow. All right. All right. All right. Fine. You are in the cart. Oh, uh, that was the net one. <laughs> because, because yeah, because one. you're in the cart. Yep. All right. So you guys are sitting there, a little bit away from the burn. What would you like to do? I guess we'll have to go around. Either way. So I, I guess I start to lead the horses to go around the fire. Yeah, I, I lead the carriage around the fire. I guess. All right. You start to go off-road, and off-roading the carriage is going to be a little bit slower and more dangerous. Is the bonfire really that big? It was blocking the entire road, so just uh, going off the road is going to possibly damage the carriage. You should make a check for me. Let's see. Check. And you didn't even say the magic word. Could you make a handle animal check, please? I will use percussion for that. Alright. Because that's how I handle animals. What's going on, laser thumbs? <laughs> That was a 26. All right. You play your drums and the horses and know immediately what to do. And they start to go off-road. And as you guys go off-road, some stuff's going to pop out of the shrubs here, out of the underbrush. Appears there was a ambush in waiting. Uh. Of course there was. Because <laughs> nobody just sets fire to the road without being here to attack. Guys, we got things that want to hit us again. Soul calling to the car. Uh, Banging on the roof. Showtime! <laughs> Showtime! Are we about to get shanked? <laughs> Are oh, we God. gonna get shreked? That was... <laughs> God. I didn't want to be the one to say it. Woo! So they appear to be about seven and a half to eight feet tall each. They are humanoid, muscly, and weird, stocky, overly large limbs. They have flattish faces. Beady little With eyes, nose. very wide, flat teeth, incisors, stri- stringy, greasy hair, and they're all roaring and menacingly making aggressive gestures and charging toward you guys. Many of them are frothing or drooling in anticipation of the meal they're about to have. They're not even going to talk to us? No, they are flying into a rage. All they right. appear to be wielding great clubs, which for most of them are just very large pieces of wood. They also have smaller pieces of wood that are tipped with stone that would probably act as a makeshift javelin that are strapped to their backs. Some of them are adorned with necklaces of skulls. Others have various bones sewn into their clothing, which is all crude and made of rough leather. They're entirely barefoot. However, two of them are a bit larger than the others, and they're wearing hard leather that has had metal worked into it to act as a form of rough studded leather armor. I have so. a couple questions, if that's cool. Go ahead, yeah. First of all, how do these guys compare to the ones we saw in town? Are they visibly different? No. These are ogres. Uh, the ones the right. ones in town are were maybe wearing a little bit better clothing, and okay. they were not attacking anything that moved. They were right. attempting to live in a civilized manner. Uh, but one thing about ogres, if anybody wants to roll a knowledge dungeoneering... Oh, I can definitely... Uh, lore master that shit. Hmm. All right. Oh. And then my dungeoneering plus 
Is it the same day as we left town, or is this a no? This is, this is the next day. Okay, so I have my spell back. Yeah, I, I got a plus four. Okay, for... so you got a, essentially a twenty-four for ogres. You know that yep. ogres are a form of giant. They are probably the least of all giants. They're the smallest of giants. They're also probably the dumbest of all giants. Maybe trolls are a little bit dumber, but no one's really tried to like test them side by side without getting eaten. They wear more clothing. Like trolls are typically nude at all times. Like they they just stopped wearing clothes of any kind. Whereas ogres, mm-hmm. they tend to wear clothes. So if that's a sign of intelligence, then maybe an ogre is slightly smarter than a troll. But for the most part, they are a genetically unstable species of giant kin because they interbreed a lot. They are very keen on incest, so they're mutants for the most part. They have lots of mutations. So no two ogres are really going to look alike. They're going to have boils and growths and extra limbs, and sometimes they'll be born with no neck. There's all sorts of weird things. Sometimes they'll have a stumpy limb. Sometimes they'll have like really long arms that don't make any sense. Sometimes they'll have an so extra So that was kind joint. of what I was asking about. Sorry. Oh, you're, uh, what's up? The urban ogres. That's kind of what I was asking about, is if the urban ogres had all that stuff going on. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. I mean, they're still ogres. Okay. The, some of them are, were born with an additional joint in their arm or leg that is... Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. Pretty much. So these guys are intent on robbing and killing you. So we're going to go ahead and roll some initiatives here. All right, and Garvin Shortfellows, you have an issue. Question, Marcus. What do they speak? They speak giant as a language. Can I ask a question? Yes. Can a spell like tongues be used as a, what's the phrase? Non-standard action? Oh, as like a swift or immediate action? Yeah. Because otherwise I'd touch Marcus and be like, here you go, bud. Yeah, no, tongues is a standard action, so you'd have to cast it on your turn. Sorry, bud. I was going to diplomacy that shit, but oh well. YOLO. It is a while before my turn. Iron skin? You have (laughs) a move action left if you want to take it. I hop onto the top of the uh, carriage. Okay. You move back and stand on the roof of the carriage. Do you want to make an acrobatics check for me? (laughs) Certainly. Let's see what happens. I'll say either that or climb, whichever one you want to use. I have a plus seven to acrobatics and a plus three to climb. I would do acrobatics. (laughs) All right. Okay. You make a a little leap there and you manage to get on top of the carriage. Vera. Only minimal scurrying. You are in a lead wagon behind the carriage and you see these five ogres have leaped forth. What would you like to do? All right. So I'm going to, first of all, activate Melifera's boon. Cool. All right. I'm going to fly uh, about 20 feet in the air and then 20 feet forward. So I'll be about right on top of the other cart. And I'm going to cast Feckin' Familiar. Okay. Is Feckin' Familiar a... What's the type of action? It looks like it's a standard action. So that's a bit too much in one turn. Is that right? I thought Melifera's boon was a... That is an instant action. Oh, it was a swift? Okay. Yes. Alright, never mind. Yeah, I was like, uh, no. Okay. That's always been instantaneous and disgusting. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. In that case, you burst into your B form, fly over and above the carriage, and cast Feckin' Familiar. Where would you like Hummel to pop? Above you, like up, down, left, or right of you? Uh, I would like it to be on the right side of the cart. Okay. Alright. Hummel's turn. 
All right, I'm going to have Hummel go onto Ogre 3 and Ogre 1 in front of the cart. Okay. And I'm going to have him sting the shit out of him. All right. Roll that shit. Come on. Seven. All right. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Decent. Decent. All right. And they have to roll, what is it? A saving throw forward to saving throw DC 17. All right. I'm trying to see where this where this is listed. Under fucking familiar. <laughs> <laughs> this is beginning of fifth level. Oh, fortitude save or be sickened. Okay. Boom, boom. Roll D6, please. <laughs> okay. Ogre 3 is sickened for one round. Love it. All right. Let's see. So I'm going to place one of my little magic vial things into my gauntlet, and a bunch of extra pipes and reinforcement come out of Archie's arms and legs, casting full strength on him. Okay. Uh, and then I will, with whatever movement I have, I guess, just pull out my crossbow and get it ready out one of the windows. Mm-hmm. Okay, you pull your crossbow after casting bull strength on Archie. Ogres! Alright, this is going to saunter over ten feet, and he's got reach, so he's going to go ahead and make a great club attack. Ugh. Hope you guys are looking forward to walking back. Mm-hmm. Right, that is or, you know, new characters. So you take 18 points of damage. Holy shit. <laughs> Alright, this one's going to come in and also attack Soul. Because you're the only one outside the carriage. You're the only, you're the yeah. only one outside the carriage currently. Thanks, guys. Uh, and you know what? You know what? Marcus is on top of it. He's going to swing at Marcus. And so is Vera. Yeah. Well, Vera's out of reach. Vera's flying. Good job. So we're going to have him. <laughs> All right, we'll have him attack Marcus then. Marcus, you take 18 points of damage. All right, Ogre 3. Is Hummel immune to physical damage? Or does he just take half? He's immune. Well, this guy doesn't know that, so he's going to swing at Hummel and do nothing to him. <laughs> yes, they're stupid. He swats and <laughs> tries to club at the swarm, and it's totally ineffective. All right, the big ogre is going to move down. So this ogre is going to make an attack, not against Soul, but against the horses. Like, oh, shit. And the tack holding the horses on. So it's Aww. going to strike, and it's going to hit, dealing 24 damage to the front of the wagon, breaking the horses loose. Motherfucker. Like I said, hope you guys are looking forward to walking back. Shut up! <laughs> Alright, this one's going to make a charge, and he's going to make great club attack after charging toward Market. That is a miss. Karis is up. Bullshit, whatever. Alright, Karis is going to open the door on the right side of the carriage and step out. Like a badass. She's going to order Alpha to block for her and then she's going to start casting a spell so as a standard action she casts a spell and it appears that a ghostly white hand reaches out from her chest it's about three feet long it's a really big hand and it ends in like these strange claws it starts moving away from her it's on like a long tether a weirdly stretched arm partially see-through ghost-like hand it's going to reach across toward Ogre 1 and grab him on the face, or attempt to. Okay, that is going to strike. So this spectral ghostly hand is going to grab onto the Ogre's face. It doesn't appear to be doing anything yet. Alpha's turn. Alpha's going to deploy out of the chest, and he's going to step out, and he's going to stand right there. Soul. Oh boy! I'm going to inspire courage on everyone. Alright. Hooray. Hooray. And I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Yeet. Okay. 
So. Oh wait, was that an attack of opportunity though? Because oh, yeah. there's orders oh, yeah. all over oh, me. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's... So uh... you might want to make an acrobatics check to try to avoid okay. those attacks. I'm gonna dance the shit out of this. All right, I hope you can, because you got to beat some high numbers here. <laughs> So to beat ogres one and two, you got to beat an eighteen, and to beat the big ogre, you got to beat a twenty-five. So the Damn big it. ogre is still going to swing at you. So here's come. Here so come I got a twenty-three. All right. So one attack from big ogre one. I'm squishy. That's going to be a hit. Soul takes thirteen points of damage and moves thirty feet away. Dude, we're all really squishy. That's this party. Soul is now taking thirty-one points of damage out of fifty-four hit points. All right, Archie. All right. Um, Can I actually? What's up? You do it. Don't but, you do it. But. <laughs> don't you do it. But it'll help. And they're so big and painful. Oh, God, you're going to call him, aren't you? But <laughs> he's so strong compared to me. Oh, God, fine. <laughs> I'm glaring at Soul. Like, <sighs> Soul is in pain. What's she going to do, Soul? Soul's gonna scream into the ring and say, "Grow!" Oh boy, strong in that <laughs> shit. All right, all right, Archie. I will have Archibald come out this door and start fighting these dudes. All right, Archie moves out using move action, and he's now in base-to-base contact with Ogre Two and Big Ogre Two on the left side of the carriage. He's gonna go for Big Ogre Two. All right, give him a big old punch in the face. I'm gonna take a leap of faith and think that their AC won't be super great. Does a 16 hit? A 16 does not hit. Okay. That was a terrible roll. Uh, I think that's all Archibald can do. All right. Marcus. Oh, fuck. Round two. You're standing on top of the carriage, and there are two really nasty-looking ogres that are right near you. In fact, at the beginning of round two, we're going to have a little bit of taunting. The big ogre is going to say, You make good price for Queen Roxy. Oh, man. These things are creepy. Nope, oh. you're not able wow. to do anything. Wow. <laughs> okay, so, so you're going to try to appeal to their sense of, what, goodness? No, I just, uh, I was going to yeah. say, does Queen Roxy need help? We are for oh. hire. He's trying to make a move on your Queen Roxy, dude. What are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, that's, that's not going to work. <laughs> okay, that's so true. anything else you would like to attempt? Yeah, oh, no, oh God, yes. Kidding me? Marcus just got uh, his shit wrecked. He is going to... Scooch you down the side here, five foot step, and then I guess that would be an acrobatics check to get down behind. Okay, that's fine. You're still in. No, you're not in reach of anybody. So yeah, you can drop down with no problem. There okay. you go. Now wait. A... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. Let me let me think about this. You were right here, correct? Yes. Correct. Okay. You yes. you cannot move after a five foot step. So right. if you want to do oh. this, if you want to go from there to there, you're going to, need to make an acrobatics. Or you're going to be provoking attacks from Ogre 2 and Big Ogre 2. Then I'm going to do an acrobatics. Okay. Good luck. YOLO. Good luck indeed. Yeah. All right. That's going to beat Ogre 2, but not Big Ogre 2. So here comes Big Ogre 2's attack. All right. That's going to hit. And you're going to take 15 points of damage. Oh, my God. move you there. We are going to die here. All right. You have a standard action left. Target friends and channel enemies. Soul is just looking at Marcus, and their face is just terrified. But they're not saying anything. Okay. You heal everyone around you for 11 points of damage. Oof. Not enough. Not enough. I feel like we're supposed to lose this battle. 
No. Why would you say that? Beardy was pretty explicit on the world is just how it is and that we ran into a, a dangerous part of town. We are definitely going to have to think and fight our way out of this. Or everyone dies on the wall. I don't know. We'll do another yeah. campaign. There's only been one fight you were meant to lose and you lost it, so don't worry. Yeah. All right. That is Garvin's turn. Vera, you're up. All right. I'm going to cast Flaming Sphere on Big Ogre 1. Okay. So DC 16 reflex save to negate the damage. Otherwise, he's going to take 3d6. So you said that was on Big Ogre 1? Yep. Okay. I'll be on like the left corner of him. Okay. So we'll put that there. And we're going to have him rolling reflex save. 16. And he gets a 21. All right. He takes no damage from it. All right. Hummel. Cool, cool. I'm going to have the swarm go on to Ogre 3, 1, and on all three of the ones on the right side of the yeah. cart. To stretch out. He's the long piece. Okay. All right. Go ahead and roll your damages. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Twelve. And all of them pass the fortitude. God damn. damn. <laughs> all right. All right. So if you guys can focus on the weak ones, then Archie will hold the left flank. I'm gonna put another little vial in my gauntlet, and all of his armor plating doubles up and reinforces, and he just kind of becomes a solid gold knight because I'm going to cast Mage Armor on him. All right. Move action? No, I'm staying inside the cart for now. All right. Ogre 1 is going to make an attack against Alpha, and he's going to hit and deal 14 damage to Alpha. Ogre 2 is going to make an attack against Archie and hit, and he's going to deal 16 damage against Archie. Ogre 3 is going to move down here, and he's going to make another attack against Alpha, and that's going to miss. Big Ogre 1 is going to move down. So all three ogres have moved closer to the party pretty much, and especially Alpha? Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. Doesn't confirm a critical hit against Alpha. Does roll 19 damage against him, though. Oof. Big Ogre 2 is going to five-foot step down, and he's going to make a full attack against Archie. Both attacks miss. Thank goodness. All right. Alpha is going to make an attack against Big Ogre 1. He is going to hit and deal maximum damage. 14. Karis. She's still kind of concentrating on this strange ghostly hand spell she has going on. Except now it essentially turns from a pale white to a pure black color. And the ogre over there, Ogre 1, he's going to take some damage. Is he dead? <laughs> yes. Oh! Ogre 1 is going to go from being like already kind of fucked up from the bee stings. You can see that everywhere he's taken damage is going to rupture. So all the bee stings are just going to start like leaking lots and lots of blood. And it's almost almost as if what happens when she touches somebody, but it's much, much faster. So he basically just falls to the ground and his skin just sort of pops. Like (laughs) his basically is liquefied and he dies just right there on the spot. Oh. Nice going, Karis. Good, good job. Alright, Soul. Soul's having a panic attack. Anyways, I'm activating point blank shot. Okay. And I am gonna try to hit Ogre 3, which is in the upper right. Yep. Of our battle. Nat, Nat 20. 20. Critical oh. hit. Confirm yeah. critical. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Nice. Get that card. Get that card. Crit card is pulled. <laughs> All right. See, so I told you, screw We can win this. Go ahead and roll your damage. Javelin okay. catcher. Double damage and 1d6 bleed. Not necessary because he's already down. 
<laughs> so that was uh, that was nice. There you go. Soul's gonna step back a little bit more because they're still freaking the fuck out. Alrighty. They're hyperventilating. Archie. All right, Archie's gonna go to town on. Let's pick on the weak guys first, just Ogre 2. So I'm going to go to the full round attack, the power punch against the Ogre 2. Oh my god. Oh my god. That was a that one and a 17. Okay. See, luckily the 17 strikes first and hits, so go ahead and roll damage. Okay, cool. And then I need you to confirm that critical miss. You got it. All right, so you deal 23 Uh, damage. Very nice. So that confirms... I'm pretty sure. Well, actually, no. I guess no. with a 17 so, hit, then an 18 would not confirm. Yeah, so that does not confirm the miss. So you okay. can continue your full attack. And then I'm going to go with the power attack still. That was a 12 and a 17. All right, the 17's going to hit. All right. And that is 12 points of damage total. All right, and it's... You got there. him! Yay! All right, Marcus. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to turn around and look at Soul. And over my shoulder, give like the head nod to Karis, like, you see what I just saw? Mm. Soul is still breathing heavy, and they're looking in your direction, but they don't look like they're looking at you. <sighs> so lucky that the heat of battle has got Levette distracted, because she would be like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> <sighs> Channel energy. Alright, you heal 14 nice. damage to everyone. Boom. Does that bring Archie back? Oh, two points. Wow. Oh yeah, see, we got this. Yeah. I'll turn around fast. Or, let me uh, way too much. I'm gonna acrobatics back up onto the top of this, just because I want. Why to. do you guys want to destroy the cart? I know, right? <laughs> you guys <laughs> are the worst. <laughs> but it's so small. Okay, you failed to do that. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> I don't really want to get the cart destroyed, but I don't have anywhere to go. I want to stay close to Archibald because it makes us stronger. Okay. Right. Vera. Alrighty, I'm going to first of all move the. Spear on top of the big ogre. Okay, that's move action. Our big ogre one's going to get a reflex save. He fails. Go ahead and roll 3d6. That is a 10. 10 damage. All right. He's in the red. Okay, you have a standard action left. I would like to uh, summon swarm. All right, would you like to summon bats, rats, or spiders? (laughs) That's an awesome question. We're doing bees. More bees? Yeah. So, bats, rats, or spiders? Is that right? Uh, bees would have a different... Like, bats, rats, and spiders can all be damaged by... Actually, spiders would be... Uh, I think a spider swarm is immune to physical damage, but a rat swarm and a uh, bat swarm are not. So why can't it be a bee swarm? Because they are also immune to physical damage. They're immune to the physical damage, not. And, and they fly, so... And the spell does not produce things that does that. Oh, bats. Bats are it bats. Is bats. Bats, right. I mean, if you want them to function as bats mechanically, that's fine. They can just look like right. bees, but they'll be the size of bats. Okay. Okay. Bat-sized bees! And, and uh, if I, I discussed with you that since I'm a swarm monger, I can actually control these ones. That's horrifying. Just no, there's some in creatures, so yeah. Well, normally the spell, they would attack anything. Gotcha. Okay, and where would you like them to be? I will put those on Ogre 2. All right. We're going to do... 1d6 damage. Go to roll that. Alright. Nice. Hummel. Alright. Hummel's going to go onto the uh, left side of the ogre that is in front of the cart. Mm-hmm. And they're going to basically surround a portion that isn't in the fear of fire. Mm-hmm. And I'll roll for attack. You got it. 
All right, that's a nine. Okay, takes nine damage. Pretty good damage. Yeah, yeah. almost doing good. Dude, today. what's your damage? It's hmm? nine. Okay, a little bit. All right. Well, I was going to get out and start shooting, but it honestly looks like it's pretty handled now. So instead, I'm going to cast Magic Fang on Archibald. Get right. his big blades out. So for Magic Fang, it's only going to mm-hmm. affect one of his attacks. So mm-hmm. the easiest way for, to do that is for you to add those in as a miscellaneous modifier, modifier. when okay. you're making that attack. Uh, okay. If it were Greater Magic Fang, we could apply it to all of his attacks. But Right. I'm going to have it on the fists, the claw attacks. Yeah, figured. All right, move action. Um, no. I'll stay where I am. All right. Okay, Big Ogre 1 is going to, like, instead of attacking uh, Alpha, he is in range. He's going to attack Karis. Oof, both attacks hit. Karis is down. What? What? Ooh. All right, Big Ogre 2 is going to make a full attack against Archie. Both attacks miss. Alpha falls to the ground. Soul. Marcus, heal her. (laughs) I have to wait my turn. No, uh... (laughs) No. <laughs> I don't want to. It's, it's soul's yes. turn. I'm going to move up a bit closer. All right. Uh, get my point blank shot ready. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to hit Big Ogre 1. To oh, the, to, boy. To the north of us. Uh, that's an 18. Oh, that's a seven. That's I thought gonna, that was a 1. That's yeah. going to miss. That's going to miss. Archie, oh, you're up. All right. He's going to go for the full round attack against a big ogre two. All right. Come on, baby. Those were good rolls. 29, yeah. 26. Those are both yeah. hits. All right. Drop uh, your and then wings. I want to modify. Do the double power attacks for those as well. See if they turn out as nice. I got okay. a 23 and a one 12. One wing. Okay, so you got two fists and a wing. So give your fists a plus one damage. All right. So this is one fist. Mm-hmm. Does 22 points. Ooh. Second fist does... Oof. 15 points of damage. Okay, and the wing? And the wing does 16 points of damage. God, Jesus. Alright. Okay, Garbin Shortfellows. Okay. Heal her! Please! Of course. I can either do Stabilize or... Don't um, touch her! Blessing Surgery? <laughs> do you have to touch her for either of these? Uh, no, that's not gonna help her. Yeah. Sorry. She's not dying yet, is she? She's dying. Yes, she's she's current state is dying. I need to stabilize. stabilize. Okay. Shit. <laughs> uh, cast stabilize. I mean, you you could do that, yes. Or I could just you know channel energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Correct. <laughs> All right, you heal fourteen damage to everybody, which is enough to also cap off Archie and Soul. Nice. And that's my turn. Alrighty, Vera. And Vera gets a lot of fucking turns in a row. <laughs> Alrighty. I'm going to keep the flame sphere on top of the ogre in front of the cart. Okay, we're going to roll his reflex then for that. And he passes. Alright. Then I'm going to activate point blank shot. And I'm going to take a uh, spear that's on my apiary and throw it. Can I do that? Yeah, you should have, what, the silver long spear? Or what, what are you throwing? Yes, the silver long spear. Okay. Yeah, in that case, go ahead. All right. Blank shot. Nat 20. Uh, nope, don't confirm, though. Uh-huh. Does not confirm. Go ahead and roll damage. All right. And there's a two. So, Plus 11 and 11. Total. All right, you yep. deal 11 damage to Ogre 1. Or big Ogre 1, rather. And that is your turn, aside from a move action. I'll stay above. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a d6 for the Bat Swarm. 
All right. There we are. Six. Yay! Wow. Damn. You're doing so good Yay. with these rolls. All right. And bigger two drops. Yay. Wow. <laughs> Thank God. Plus this mess. Go ahead and roll 2d6 for Hummel. All right. Ten oh, Damn. 10. Yeah, boy. He also Yeah, drops. boy. Yeah. Wow. Farah is the best. <laughs> Farah did fucking kill it. I love how a group of anything come out and attack us in the middle of the woods and we're like, don't attack. You're heavily outnumbered. pretty much alright so as the dust clears you guys are now surrounded by ogre corpses and Karis will like brush herself off and stand up if we're out of initiative I'm gonna run over to her side yeah let me unlock tokens there you go stand between her and Marcus and be like don't touch her don't don't lay a finger so she's going to step over here by Alpha and she's gonna start channeling energy so Soul, after the everything went down, Soul just kind of went to their knees and is just staring at the ground. Crow should show up any minute now. All I did was scream his name. I didn't say anything else. That's true. Okay. Well, I mean, so, you did say other things. You said, Marcus, heal her. Yeah. You hear Grow on the other end of the line, and he's going to ask what's wrong, what happened. I, I I'm sorry. N- never mind. All right, he's going to sound very concerned and ask if everything's okay. I just, I got scared. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, he is going to probably ask again if everything's okay, just to have you reassure him, and then he'll leave you alone if you you want him to. I'm, I'm fine. I'm sorry. I didn't, I just panicked. I'm sorry. Okay. He's going to disconnect the line after saying that if you need anything, let him know. Is everyone okay? I think so. Are these corpses suitable for our work, guys? Your no. work? Prototype one. They're too large. She's basically burnt almost all of her channels for the day, but she's got herself healed to full, and she's got Alpha almost fixed up completely. These corpses aren't suitable. We need ones that are human-sized. <clears throat> human-sized. Is there a way to call the horses back? Can I Can I see the horses? Yeah, you can see that they've run pretty far away, because between the ogres and the fire, they were pretty freaked out. Can I use percussion to call them back? Yes, you can. That is a 33 on my end. All right, you bang your drums and the horses return. Vera will uh, go to the other carts, make sure everyone is okay. And once they're done with that, they're going to go over to the uh, giant bonfire and start using create water on it and see if they can... Get rid of it? Yeah. I don't know if they can. Create water isn't exactly a powerhouse. It's not create (laughs) oasis, that's for sure. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yes. Could I borrow that rope you got a while back? Uh, I'm going to tie the horses back into the carriage. Oh, yeah. I already uh, already (laughs) made a lasso on it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't need it to be lassoed. I just need rope. Oh, it it is. Okay, but we have four horses. (laughs) I'll go get it out of the cart. Okay, uh, Karis is gonna walk over and she says, I, I have, I can use mending and maybe fix something. Oh, that would be amazing, Karis. Thank you. Soul still oh, looks yeah. really distraught. Karis, oh, while, while she's using mending to try to, like, fix the carriage, she, oh, sort, of, mending to help. she sort of mumbles about how if Alpha had taken any more damage, it would have been very expensive to replace him. Oh, right. Those kind of spells cost money for materials. She nods. Yeah, they're cheaper than most constructs, but still, figure it's good that he didn't fall in battle. 
How how much, Karis? Oh, um, well, Alpha would have cost, I think, about 60 gold or so. Soul hands Karis 60 gold, just in case. I, th- thanks, but it's okay. You've all done... Are you sure? She nods. You've all done more than enough for me. I don't need to take your money, too. Besides... It's not taking. I'm giving it to you. I, I'm getting valuable field research from all this. I mean, my spell worked before I got clobbered. I'm... I'm sorry about that. I'm, I'm sorry I freaked out, too. Oh, I don't... I'm not sure I heard you freak out. I think I might have been unconscious at the time. Soul looks like a little relieved in a way. Okay, but I'm glad... I'm glad you're okay. I was worried about you. She rubs the side of her head. Yeah, I'm not exactly heavily armored. Yeah. But, well, I guess I'll still consider this a successful field test. Soul kind of nods and is, like, soothing the horses by, you know, petting them and checking their faces and stuff and making sure none of them are too hurt or anything. Are any of them hurt? No. No, the attack on the... It was against the rigging that was holding them to the wagon. (sighs) All right. Hmm. Well, did Vera's water get rid of that bonfire, though? Yeah, after enough time passes, yeah. Cool. So, the last of the ogres are vanquished. You guys have put out the fire on the road and the wagon's back in one piece and y'all can continue your your trek north Alrighty, dude this was a heavy one for some people anyways <laughs> before we head out i'm actually going to if we're in the same formation ask karis if she's cool with riding with just archie and the dog and i was gonna ride with vera in the back carts yeah up at the front of one of the back carts yeah, Karis is fine with that. All right, Kelly's. I've been thinking what you said earlier, and I didn't really give you much of a good answer, but I do think it's important you know how important you are to me. At least I cannot speak for anyone else. I think you mean a lot to all of us, but you've really changed my world in a very short amount of time. She kind of doesn't know what to say to that. She stumbles over her words and eventually just kind of gets out a thank you. All right, <clears throat> and I'll go sit up with Vera. Does the other carts have double seating as well? Yeah, they're just kind of big wagons, so okay. they're not really all that fancy. They're not even covered. They're just open wagons. Oh, okay. So I'm going to start rolling uh, for you guys to get out of this area. Oh, I want to do a travel conversation while we do do that. Okay. So <laughs> another secret conversation. I'm going to talk to Vera this time. You got it. <laughs> Let's right. play the game where Levette takes every single person singularly out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, I mean, can we? All right. All right. So I just figured that we're probably out of earshot of the rest of the party. Uh, I was wondering if you could tell me a bit more about your friend, Balen. Oh, what, uh, what do you want to know? I don't have anything in particular. I just realized that well, when my when that happened... It doesn't seem to have hit anyone else really that hard, and I can't blame you, because none of you knew how, but it's hard for me to imagine that not being a big deal. And so I realized that maybe I should get to know the people who are important to all of you. Well, from what I can say is, people do die often. It may not be something that you want to be used to, but sometimes you just have to go on with it. I'm I'm sure there is. But as for uh, Baran, I don't know, he's... He was always there to defend me, to serve the hive. And truth be told, I don't know where he is anymore. How did you meet him? <laughs> when I was younger and first starting the hive, 
I uh, just had met him on the road, and he, for some reason, took a immediate interest in the group. And it just kind of happened out of nowhere. Huh. Sympathize with that on a level. I definitely can't complain. I've also been wondering, how did you discover Mirilifla? Oh, come across? I don't quite know that I understand the relationship. Vera looks down, just forward and down a bit. I was lost in the woods when I was younger, and I was hungry, weak, injured, and I don't really think that I could have gone on much longer. And suddenly I had heard a voice basically telling me that everything would be all right, and that if I were to join with her, they'd make everything better. And I, not having a choice, it turned out to be exactly what I needed. Millie has always been there for me. She's taught me everything I've known, as much as I may not be the best druid. Everything I did learn, I learned from her. Well, you're special enough that she selected you specifically. <laughs> I don't see how that can be. I'm nothing that special. I think you're quite an incredible person. I misjudged you at first, but you have done a lot for me, and you've asked for nothing in return. That's how it should be. I agree. But, so how are you doing, by the way? I know the death has <clears throat> hit you quite hard. I could be doing better. I'm okay, but I'm fine. I know it's not easy getting over a death, but just know that you you at least tried. That truly is important. I wonder if I should not have, so she would still be here if I had just left it on. Would it be better if she was still here, unable to do anything? I don't know. I really don't know. Sometimes you have to look at the bad hand that you're dealt and just continue on with it. I try not to think about such things, but it's the best I can do. I don't know where to go. Don't have a direction to move in. Everything feels so pointless. Well, if I recall, those twins seem to have something to do with Moira's condition. Maybe we could figure something out with that. Maybe justice can be served. You all are so concerned with justice. Justice is important. My mother did not agree, and Moira did not agree. She felt that justice was often intrusive to love. In the way of love? Yes, protecting love, maybe. Vera will slightly laugh at the uh, just the term love. I, I really don't see how love has anything to do really with anything. It's anything. Not really. It is what drives your hive. That is that what keeps it together. Is it well, love? do you mean what kind of love do you speak? Familial? Just or... all the kinds. Just caring about other people. Are you talking about romance? Oh, I'm not specifically talking about romance. I misunderstood then. So you're not a romantic type? <laughs> You could say that. I am not exactly surprised. Oh? Oh, I just don't seem... I don't know, you didn't seem interested in... (laughs) And you, like, slice people in half, like, it's no big deal. Well, is it? It depends on who it is. A little. Maybe some people deserve it. I don't know about that. Maybe. Actually, yeah, some people I suppose deserve it. But the people who deserve it the most tend to be really good at getting away with avoiding it. Okay, well... I think we got the yeah. one-on-one info out of the so, conversation. Nice, nice day we're having here. <laughs> this is a great. Was just like, what do we got to eat? <laughs> More beetles. <laughs> we're supposed to eat the beetles? <laughs> what, you're training to Goofy? <laughs> Max! <Yeah. laughs> you gotta eat the beetles. You gotta eat beetles. So, we're on the road. Again. Yeah. I just want to get back to Vilga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you? Yes, I want to get to the main story. I want to find out these weird symbols. Hey, what's yeah. that over there? 
Are you ready to face Siva? I mean, I... I mean, she might be awesome. Let's do the D&D thing. <laughs> okay, so, rolling up a couple of things. We're going to go three more days in the future. Boom. Woo! All right, it's now the 26th. Bam, bam. And you guys move up on the map. This makes it the 26th, December. Year Can you heal us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me rest the party and heal everybody. As you guys are traveling along the road, I need a perception check from the party. Woo! A roll! God damn it, 16. Let this be better than <laughs> my oh, last one. 30! Uh, 30. <laughs> okay. I'm in the lead card, it's okay. That's fine. That's true. So as you guys are traveling, you notice really early on, you can see a group of ogres moving up the road behind you. They're hustling to try to catch up to you guys. And with that perception th- roll, you can see they do not look friendly. Are they fast enough to catch up to us? They're going to be able to catch you, yeah, as far as, like, their movement speed versus your guys' movement speed at your current pace. Now, at you our current could, pace. Right. Now, you because you, you guys are going overland travel speed, which is pretty much just a calm, decent trot. Can we set our pace to grueling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can attempt to set your pace to grueling. You could even, if you wanted to, set your rations to meager. So... We did increase our pace. Right. If Would we increased... be able to outrun them? Yes. If you increase your pace, you could outrun them. However, I would require a handle animal check in order to do that, and you have multiple wagons. So it's Uh. possible that if one of them fails, you might be leaving people behind. All right. I don't want to do that to Vera. Quick question before we do these things. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So a couple days have passed. Are we in the same cart arrangement, or is Vera back at the front? I assume Vera is staying with her group. Is that true? Unless otherwise noted, we're going to keep the same configuration. Okay, okay. I'll probably go back to the main card after, like, a day or two. Okay. Because it's much cozier. But, yeah, if this is before then, I might still have stayed there for a couple of days. Which well, means this that would I'm be there. three days after your conversation. Okay. I'm still there then. I've right. been taking that card for that many days. Okay. So, once again, you see a group of ogres running up the road toward you guys from the south as you guys are traveling to the north. So they're gaining on you at current pace. Do we have any ability to make traps or anything? Oh, I mean, I should. No, I guess not. Well, yeah, actually, I could. You guys don't really have any kind of trap kits or anything on you. Yeah. No, I don't have anything like that, but I could drop some summon monsters for them to meddle with. Okay. So what Soul's going to do, they're going to start to slow down their cart, which usually when you're in a caravan, when one cart starts to slow down, the other ones kind of just follow suit naturally, just visually, right? So Soul's gonna kind of start to slow down. They'll hand the reins to Marcus, and they'll kind of climb on top of the first one as Marcus is slowing it down for them completely, and they're gonna wave to Vera, and they're gonna make a very silly hand gesture where it's big head, where their arms go around their head, and then they, like, have their hands out in a claw motion. By the way, does Vera see it? You are close enough that you can't just shout to each other. Yeah. Also, does, and they're <laughs> saying ogre while doing this stupid gesture. Okay. D- does Vera see the ogres already? With it being pointed out, though, it's it's able to be seen pretty easily. Ogres! Alright, I talk into my little receiver on my gauntlet. I'll cast a message at Soul and be like, okay, just uh, speak nominee now. What else They're behind us running at quite a fast pace. I don't want to risk losing anyone in the other carts for Vera, so I think we just gotta fight him. Okay. Do you have, like, a clock hand direction? Like, you know, nine o'clock? Behind us! <laughs> look back and do I see them? Yeah, they're on the road behind you. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, okay. Vera will activate Mellifera's boon and will hand the reins to one of the hive members and have them both go around, if possible, the front cart so that they're not in the front. The closest to the ogres coming? Okay. I'm going to beckon familiar and also summon a swarm of Velvetants. Okay. You're going all out. Yeah, I have to defend my buddies. Yeah. They're going to get slaughtered out of the way. Seeing what have HP NPCs have? It's pretty bad, yeah. It's, it's like a cheese it. So I, <laughs> I must have like. <laughs> that is a great insult. Motherfucker, you have the HP of a cheese it. Do not try and fight me. So I'm going to press the button to make Archie fold up so I can summon other monsters without a problem. Okay. So I'll do that and then I'll toss out one of my summon monster abilities, I'm going to toss out a cheetah. So cheetah. a big mechanical large cat looking deal rolls out. Although it doesn't really have a head. It has gears that create like a clamp with blades inside for teeth, but that's not functioning like a head. It doesn't look like a house of brain. So while the back carts are getting ready and stuff to go around, Soul's gonna knock on the carriage as ours is slowly coming to a complete stop. And just call down to Karis and Archie. Hey guys, we got ogres coming. Get out and let's get fighting, I guess. Archie's a little sphere. And I will send a Hummel Swarm to berate them as they're coming to berate them. Berate them. You guys are shit. Them. <laughs> you is guys are Archie shit. actually a sphere? Yeah, he. I can't have him and the. No, I'm asking the DM. Oh, that's what you're saying. Sorry, what? Is Archie actually a sphere when I check yeah, the inside yeah, of the Archie, carriage? He Archie is. Has, okay. has been decompressed. I wasn't sure, because I don't know how autonomous he is now. Yeah, he's becoming a bit different. He is. Maybe if they attack the puppy. <laughs> Feel John Wicket? Yeah, basically. <clears throat> oh my god, dude. Is Archie's <laughs> art going to be that he becomes Ogre John Wick? <laughs> I am totally Ogre John Wick. Mm. Well, that's damage oh, nice. before the fight. Okay. <laughs> Why do you do say, possibility we'll say, of removing we'll say 10 your health for that. right that's, before that's a I think 10's enough for that. (laughs) Y'all survive, probably. Alright, so, you guys end up getting the wagons somewhere on the other side of you. The wagons that are holding the weaker Cheez-It people, as you called them. (laughs) uh, So they're going to be physically (laughs) off the board. You guys have... We'll give you two rounds to put things together. So... Go ahead and, Varric, burn your Mellifera's Boon and apply the abilities to yourself if you haven't already. All right. So we'll start with Garbin with initiative. <laughs> I'd like to do Summon Monster 3. All right, so Summon Monster 3, you gain a giant ant, ape, aurochs, boar, cheetah, constrictor snake, crocodile, dire bat, electric eel, leopard, monitor lizard, <laughs> shark, and wolverine. Stat-wise, the cheetah's... You know what? You know what? Just to see how well a summon monster cheetah does versus his cheetah. Yeah, let's do a cheetah. Oh, versus mine. <laughs> You're giving it okay. to peer pressure. I don't like it. Yeah. Burn the spell, please. All right. I wasn't trying to tempt Screwy into competing with mine because mine is also objectively better because I'm a summoner. So is that all Screwy's going to do for his turn? Yeah, that's all he can do. It's a full round action. Okay, so the next turn <laughs> menacing thing. is going to be a big menacing thing. So, you guys remember the ogres and the big ogres, right? Yeah. Um, got, got big ogres. Well, try. leading them is a really big ogre. Oh, God. How big so, is a really big ogre? A really big ogre, well, 
she's pretty big. Oh, it's the goddamn queen. Oh. She's lovely. Could you just describe? <laughs> yeah, I will happily describe this. You see, leading the group of ogres attacking you, the largest is a scantily clad female ogre, which stands about nine feet tall, has greasy, matted, nasty-looking hair, a flat face with almost a bat-like nose, overly long ears, uh, one hand only has three really fat fingers, the other hand looks more human. She has a superfluous third breast on the right side of her chest, underneath her right breast, and it's all covered in this nasty, barely stitched together leather strapping. Suspended below that is a disgusting looking loincloth, and she has these horrid little spiked teeth in her mouth, and her eyes glow a pale yellow. She (laughs) is leading this group of ogres, and... As she gets close enough, she's going to point her weapon, which is a large man-catcher, at the party. Mm-hmm. And she is going to scream to her flunkies to that nobody escapes Queen Roxy and has them attack. Oh, I should look at Mark from Archeo. Alright, oh. so let's see. You guys do get a little more time, so very you're up. So I'm going to focus <laughs> both of my swarms on top of Roxy, because... In two rounds, at least Hummel can get 120. I don't know how far away they are. Okay, so you're going to send Hummel on ahead? Yep. How much HP does Hummel have? I believe Hummel, I think we said it was half mine. Okay, I'd, if he's a familiar, like it's half yours. Yeah, if he's a familiar, it will be. Okay, so you said you're sending Hummel out? To get Roxy. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Let me see if my Velvet Ants have a speed. Mechanically, uh-huh. it'll be a spider swarm. Saying they're Velvet Ants is the flavor text. They're 20-foot movement speed. They're, they're really relatively slow. Okay. So, spawn them 40 feet yep. ahead of you. Yep. 40 feet? Yep. Okay. So <laughs> that takes a round to summon those. So, yep. Hummel moves down his 120 feet. He's double moving, right? Yes. Okay. So, in that case, he's going to get down and he'd be able to start attacking the enemy leader. So, go ahead and roll 2d6. Ooh. 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 Hummel. Three. It's not feeling today. He's tired of carrying the team. You're waking up. <laughs> Wake me up! It's getting cold outside. He's not ready for this shit. Wake me up inside. Alright. What do the cheetahs to do? I'll go after whichever one the bees attacked. Okay. So, in that case, we're going to have cheetah one making a bite attack against yeah. the really big ogre. And that is going to miss terribly. Uh, well off the map. So, cheetah two, what would you like cheetah two to do, Marcus? Can they do a charge attack? Yes. Yes, they can. Do you want to go against an ogre, a big ogre, or a really big ogre? Let's go against just a normal-sized ogre. Normal-sized ogre. You got it, buddy. So we're going to have it roll an attack against the normal-sized ogre, and that is going to miss. These cheetahs are worthless. (laughs) Yeah, but hopefully they'll be cannon fodder. Man, Kenny, you turn on people so fast. I missed one attack each. You don't even know they roll. (laughs) The uh, ogres are wielding great clubs, and the first ogre to be up is the one that Cheetah 2 just charged. He is going to swing back at the cheetah and miss. Ogre 2 is going to move over to assist Ogre 1 and attack that cheetah, and he is going to maybe critically miss and see what happens. He does not critically miss. That would have been nice. Ogre 3 is going to move to assist Ogre 1 as well. They're all just trying to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all. trying to fucking, like... And he lands... Curb stomp. He lands 11 damage on the cheetah. 
with his great club. The next is going to be Soul. Okay, I'm debating on something. Should I try to use tongues at all, guys? We have already attacked them. I think what you might learn what they're after, and it's probably something that we can't help. They're probably like, we want to eat them. They have 15 Cheez-It people, and we like Cheez-Its a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yum, yum, Cheez-Its. <laughs> they do just take um, the cart and dump it into their mouth like an almost empty box. All right. For now, I guess I'll do mirror image. What we're going to do for that is I'm going to need you to roll a die for me. Okay, which one? You guys are level six, so I need you to roll a d4 plus two. Okay. It's three. <laughs> right. You create three alternate copies of yourself, and now the four of you kind of swirl around in a weird way to make it to where it's impossible to determine which of you is the real one. All right. And then I'm going to kind of angle out a bit more just so it's easier for us to not get in each other's ways. So I'm kind of going, because I was at the front of the the main carriage, and now I'm kind of going around to the yeah. right yep. side of it. Yeah. Okay. I've got my weapon ready and everything. I just imagine what mirror image looks like is what double team is supposed I, to look like. I was exactly going to say, so it's a Pokemon battle It's right a Pokemon now. battle right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the big ogres get to go. Big ogre one is going to box in and basically cover the final flank of Cheetah 2. Jesus. And attack him. <laughs> and we're going to roll that. And Cheetah 2 is struck and vanishes in a flash of sparks. Wow. Well, there's that big measuring contest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Big Ogre 2 is going to move over and attack Cheetah 1, which is attacking currently the really big Ogre. So he's going to move over and attack Cheetah 1. That is going to hit. And Cheetah 1 is destroyed immediately. Again, in a shower of light and sparks. Little bits and pieces. Bits and pieces of metal. But all it takes is one solid Great Club strike to completely destroy it. Alright, they're not as tough as I was hoping. Right. Oh. Those Cheetahs, though! (laughs) We're in bad shape then because it, I don't have time for Archibald. Yep. <laughs> this is uh, this is not good. Archie was kind of like you guys' ace in the hole in the last fight. Yep. Yeah. And now you don't have that delicious 52 hit points to chew through. Yeah, and I didn't take the Summon Eidolon spell. I thought about it. I thought about it for exactly this sort of situation. That's okay. I still have some tricks up my sleeve. All right, I'm going to burn another one of those. Right. And this time I'm going to summon 1d4 plus 1 of the ants. Because if we're going to have meat shields, might as well make a lot of them. Okay, giant augmented ants. Give me a d4 plus 1 then. Ooh, alright, that was nice. 4 of them. Alright, 4 total. Alright, and where would you like them to appear? Well, as close as I can. Uh, so that is also 40, right? Yeah. Alright, so then, yeah. 40 feet out? As close as I can get them. So you check them 40 feet out. How far is the second cart behind us? It went ahead. Oh, it went ahead? Yeah, the the Cheez-It people moved ahead of you guys. Oh, fantastic. I like them forming a defensive line like that, though. I want to keep that. So their initiative has been set to follow yours. Anything else you want to do on your turn? Do you have a move action left? I guess I'll head over to the other one and see if I can grab Archie. And that puts you outside the wagon there. And augmented ants. Do you want them just to move south and attack? Because their movement speed is 50, so they should be able to make charge attacks on all the ogres if you want them to. Oh, sure, yeah. I'm all charge. Okay, and do you want to go after ogres, big ogres, or really big ogres? Let's go after a regular ogre for now. Okay, closest one to them would be Ogre 3. 
So I'm going to have them all, four of them, make an attack. So I'm just going to roll four of these simultaneously against Ogre 3. Oh, jeez. So that is a miss, a hit, a miss, and a hit. Okay. Nice. So two hits. First one deals nine damage. The second one deals seven damage. Do you want them to attempt to grapple the target as well? They can, but yeah, they, have, sure. they have grab as their part of their body. Right, I remember that. I didn't know if that worked because he's bigger than they are. They can try. It'll probably fail. Yeah. Yeah. But it's worth trying. Yeah. Neither works. Okay. Okay. So the ants get down there and attack. They do a little bit of damage, and Ogre 3 is now heavily injured. Nice. Takes us to Karis, bottom of the initiative order. Karis is going to open the trunk and step out of the wagon and command Alpha to step forth and defend everyone. So her turn, she's going to step out and ready herself. She's actually probably going to cast Mage Armor on herself real quick. On Alpha's turn, he's going to uh, assemble himself and step in front of Karis, basically, in a defensive posture. Okay, so the swarms are going to get down there. Okay, so round two, <coughs> Garmin. Marcus. Let's do a sling stab right at the forehead of the really big. Okay, that is a ways away from you, about 150 feet away from you. So you can try that, but it, it'd be a pretty hard shot. I'm going to try it. Okay, go ahead and make um, a sling stab attack. To... Oh, shit! Oh, damn! Wow! All right, Damn. so the first attack, the first roll was a nat 20. So the confirmation roll was dropped as a nat 18. So let me see if a 24 will hit. So that will not confirm. Oh, a 24 will not confirm, but you do strike. So go ahead and roll damage. You did five oh, damage. Oh, right to her forehead. Yeah, you strike Roxy at the head for five points of damage. She pissed. All right. <laughs> you aggroed her. <laughs> Imagine if I confirmed the crit. Okay, so what she's going to do now is she is going to swing her man-catcher wildly at the swarm of bees attacking her. Nice. Bees! Shouldn't work, should it? Well, normally it would not work. Physical damage is, you know, immune for swarms that small. This man-catcher that she's using appears to be enchanted. Oh, no. All right. Now, luckily, one of her attacks misses... So she strikes and hits Hummel for eight points of acid damage. Oh no. Alright, Vera, you're up. I'm going to fly up twenty feet. Okay. And then fly forward twenty feet. Okay. And I'm going to send my Velvet Ants to attack Roxy if they're able to make it to They're not able to make it, but they can double okay. movement. Alrighty. Anything else you want to do this round? Nope. Alright. Hummel. Give me a two D six roll, please. Alrighty. That is a seven. All right. Also, is Hummel able to hit anyone else, by the way? Yeah, so we'll go ahead and apply that damage to Big Ogre 2, I believe, is in range. Just to remind me, what's the DC on that again? That is a 17. Okay, and it's a sickened if it fails? That is correct. How long? I roll a D6. Roll a D6. I knew it! <laughs> one. <laughs> okay, applied sickened for one turn to Ogre 2, Big Ogre 2. All right, Spider Swarm moves down as far as he can. That takes us to Archie, who's not active. All right, Ogres. So Ogre 1, Ogre 2, Ogre 3, and Big Ogre 1 all just killed the Cheetahs. Well, just Cheetah 2, I think. They're going to move up and go after the Augmented Ants, which attacked Ogre 3. Which one was my Cheetah? Cheetah 2. Kick on. 
It died so fast. Yeah, it died. <laughs> it dropped in one hit. All right. It did. That's true. So Ogre 1 and 2 end up destroying Augmented Ant 1, and Ogre 3 is going to attack Augmented Ant number 2. All of the attacks so far are landing. All right. Augmented Ant 2 is heavily injured. Soul, you're up. Okay. So because I'm the buffer, I'm going to use Inspire Courage on everyone. Hooray. Yay. It's what I'm good at. Support is important. Support is an underglorified role. All right. So Inspire Courage. Soul is playing their liar. That's it. That's all I'm doing. (laughs) That's my turn, guys. (laughs) And what a good turn it was. All right. Um, Big Ogre 1 is going to 5-foot step and get a double attack in. He's going to split his attacks if he can. And it looks like he can. So first damage is going on Augmented Ant 2. Dropping it. Second damage going at Augmented Ant 3, heavily injuring it. Big Ogre 2 is going to do the same thing, trying attacking 3 and 4. Looks like both of those hit as well. So here's the one on 3, and here's the one on 4. I asked a curiosity question. Yes. How long does it actually take to get Archie backing up? One minute, which is 10 rounds. 10 rounds. 10 rounds? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you started it. You, You did start the timer though, right? I'm about to. I thought you has not started yet. No, no, I couldn't on that turn. That's an action. Well, honestly, the way that we do the timer is not how it works, and Beardy is super generous about it to begin with. (laughs) So uh, the augmented ants are all destroyed except for four, which is heavily Mm -hmm. injured. It takes us back to Levesque. I really thought those were going to buy us more time. The ogres are hitting like trucks. Yeah, they are. Okay, so two. Part question. Yeah. I'm going to take that generosity and stretch it. Or I'll see if I can. I won't, I won't try. <laughs> okay. Reading through the description for both summoning the Eidolon and the summoning the monster. First of all, it says that you cannot use the summon monster ability when your Eidolon is summoned. It does not say anything about the other way around. They can't coexist. Right. Okay. That's what I figured. Can I start mm-hmm. his timer and then if they're still around in 10 rounds, or if I still have something summoned in 10 rounds, then it fails? No, you cannot activate one while the other still exists. Well, then I will just dismiss them, or is that an action? You can dismiss Ant 4, yeah, and then also start the summon and Archie in the same turn. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and remove Augmented Ant number 4. Boom. All right, you can now start the timer for Archie. So okay. on round 12, when it comes up, Archie will appear. You think you're going to make it to round 12? Well. This will be fun. All right. So it's a party without a tank, and we can see how bad this goes. Cool. All right, Karis is up. I didn't know the big one was going to be here. I would have kept him out at the very beginning. I got that information after I summoned the cheetah. Mm. I would have totally not fucking... I feel like I screwed the pooch on this one, but I'm like, I didn't know. I mean, there was a large party of ogres coming. Well, yeah, but... Well, okay, I I misjudged how good the cheetahs were, too. Because I have a lot of those summon monsters. I could keep a lot of them going all at once. Alright, Karis is going to cast that same spell she cast last time and create a ghostly hand that is now tethered to the center of her chest. Right. Essentially a spirit hand that allows her to make touch attacks at ranged. So, she's going to create that ghost hand, and that's going to be her turn. Alpha is going to take a five foot step forward, and he's going to uh, stand in a defensive stance. Alright, Marcus. Marcus. I'm going to cast Bless. Okay, now Bless only has a 30 foot range. Right. So you cannot go to untarget Vera. Yep. But everyone else there can be blessed, so I'm going to go ahead and apply the effect. All right. You cast Bless and everyone within 30 feet of you. They'll now gain a plus one to all attacks and plus one to saves versus fear. 
Alright, really big ogre's turn. She is going to make a double attack against Hummel again to try to swat him out of the sky. This time, both of her attacks hit. Mm. She's going to do 4d6 acid damage to Hummel. That is 19 damage. So Hummel has taken 27 damage now, which means Hummel is on the ground. Shit, this is going really poorly. Magic items on bosses. Not good. Alright, Vera, your swarm has been swatted out of the air. Alright, can you have the uh, Veladance go onto uh, Rexy? Yes, yes, they're in range now that they should be able to reach. So we're going to have that. Roll a d6, please. And let's see, they also have a poison, it looks like. That is a 4. DC 11, yeah, she actually can't fail that, so that sucks. Okay, 4 damage to Roxy, and we'll also apply that to Big Ogre Mm. 2. And he passes it. Okay, so neither of them are affected by the poison from the swarm. Alright, so that's your swarms. Uh, What do you want to do? Alrighty, is Rexy able to hit me if I'm above her? She's pretty big, and she's using a man catcher, which is a reach weapon. So she could technically try to strike you with it from 15 feet away. She is probably like a 15-foot reach. Okay. So how high would I have to be in order to avoid that? You would have to be at least 20 feet off the ground. Well, probably 25 feet off the ground. Alrighty. I will go five more feet up Mm -hmm. and then head towards them. Okay. How close will I be to that? Okay. So you're essentially 70 feet away from Roxy right now. Okay. If I'm that far away, I'm not going to... So now that the ogres have defeated the summoned cheetahs and augmented ants, they're going to start charging you guys, your guys' position. So they're actually going to be on the map that you can see now. So Ogre 1 is going to end up there after double moving. Mm. Ogre 2 is going to end up there after double moving. Ogre 3 is going to end up there after double moving. So just about right under Vera. And that takes us back to Sol. Ah, oh, shit. How fast do ogres move normally? I know uh, they just charged. 30 to 40 but... feet as a move action, so they could charge between 60 and 80 feet, depending on how fast individuals are, because cool. depending on the mutation and armor, that can slow them down. Some of them could have, like, little baby legs. All right. And it's just um, the regular ogres currently closest so to us? So far. The big so ogres far. haven't had their turn yet, so... And, uh, okay. Roxy stayed behind to fight the swarm, so the other ogres are getting ahead of her. Before I make my move, just to ask you efficiently, mm-hmm. if I move up to where I just selected, which is yes. about 30 feet forward, uh-huh. would I be able to hit Ogre 3 with point-blank shot? You would be five more feet ahead. Okay. Now, if you, instead of going there, if you were to go there, you could do that yeah. with Ogre 1. I'll do that then. Okay. All right. You move up 30 feet. You can now attack oh. Ogre 1 with a point-blank shot. Cool! Brave. It's very brave. I-, I got mirror image going, so... That's true. Yeah, that's true. true. You do have a pretty good defensive spell right now. All right, Symphonia's Wit, do your thing. That is right. a 26. That is a 26. That hits. Yay! Go ahead and roll <laughs> Good job. Go ahead and roll damage against Ogre 1. All right. Minimum damage. That is a 5. <laughs> All right. Good job. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. It's fine. It's fine. Uh. <laughs> All right. Big Ogre 1 is going to move up, and he is going to be there by the end of his turn. Big Ogre 2 is going to move up, and he is going to be there by the end of his turn. And that's Levette. So am I able to take actions while his timer goes? Yes. Okay, I think what I'm going to do is head over this way and take a shot with my crossbow at Ogre 3. I feel like that's a really stupid idea, though. So yeah, I'll run up 20 feet. 
Where this guy? That's a 21. Okay, 21 will hit with a repeating heavy crossbow. Go ahead and roll nice. damage. Ooh, eight. Ooh, it's eight points. Eight damage to Ogre 3, and Ogre 3 is still up, but heavily injured. Oof. And Garrus. I'll yell out to them, oh, come here, I can help you! <laughs> Alright, Garrus is going to move up 30 feet. She's going to move up next to Levette, and she's going to cast a spell that is going to cause that ghostly hand to fly out and latch onto Ogre 1. So I'm going to have her make a touch attempt. It is successful. So her ghost hand is going to latch on to some part of Ogre 1, probably an arm, inconsequential where it actually lands. Alpha is going to move up, and he's going to double move just to get in front of everybody. And he's actually, in fact, he's going to go even one further to try to block for soul as well. Shield! 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 And yeah, he's, he's got his shield up, so he's in a defensive posture. He's Woo! fighting defensively is the effect, which means he's going to take a minus four to attacks, but plus two to his AC. All right, Garvin, you're up, buddy. Soul sucker. Monster. Undead monster, where you at? <laughs> wow, y'all are moving ahead. Go <laughs> low swaggins. Better hit Sometimes them getting... hit us. Yeah. I will do iron skin on myself. Okay. Boom. And that's my turn. Okay. All right, so Garvin, you cast iron skin on yourself, giving yourself a plus four natural AC bonus. So really big ogre is going to make a double attack against that velvet ant swarm. It has... Crap AC. Yeah, it do. Okay, so she's going to hit it with both attacks, so here comes the acid damage. Nine points, which is really bad rolls on her part. However, that's actually how much HP it has, so <laughs> that is actually enough to beat it. Damn. Okay, that thing's squishy as fuck. Okay. I mean, it is an insect. Insects? Many insects. Insecti? Yeah. Alright, so she, she flattens it with a couple attacks from her man catcher, <laughs> and that is her turn, so she's a full round now behind the other ogres. Uh, well, at right. least we delayed her. Mm-hmm. So, Vera, yeah, up. There is Ogre 3 stone. is 25 feet below you, and it's also the most injured of your enemies currently. I look at this ogre, just scream and summon a husk spear underneath him. Nice, okay. So, in your... Drag the save out and drop that onto Ogre 3. Okay. Nope. All right. He saves. So he's going right. to take partial damage? Half damage. Cool. Go ahead and roll the damage on him then. Alrighty. He still might die just from the half damage. So eight total. Eight total. He is still down. Okay. Nice. Ooh, nice yeah. job! Yeah. <laughs> I'd like for us to get rid of these guys before Big Mama gets here. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> Alright. Hey, one good hit with a side. That's all it takes. What, what's okay. the percentage on that? Basically, what, two, 220s? <laughs> okay, so Ogre 1 is going to move up 10 feet and make an attack against Alpha. He is going to roll very high. Ouch. Oh, shit. And deals 15 damage, Jesus, um. to Alpha, which is a little bit less than half his health. Right. <laughs> Ogre 2 is going to move up here, and he's going to make an attack against Soul. Okay. Gets a nat 20. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Okay. Oh no. Oh, no. no. oh god. Oh, okay. No. So here's, here's the image. Good, here's the good news. Let's see if this is a mirror image. So you have four versions of you, okay? Yep. So I want you to roll a D four and okay. on a one it will hit you. On a roll of two, three, or four, it hits a mirror image. Okay. Alright. Okay. So he, mirror image. He critically hits a mirror image. 
and it zoinks out. So it fizzles away as this enormous great club comes down and leaves a huge divot in the ground where where, <laughs> your, where your mirror was standing. Bull's like, eyes are just saucers. It would have absolutely <laughs> devastated you had it hit you. <laughs> just for shiggles, for my own interest, I'm going to just quickly see what it would have been if you. No! Can I call for grow now? Since we don't have oh, Archie. You can okay. do that yeah. anytime you want. That's pretty nasty. So yeah, had he hit, it would have been a really nasty hit. It would not have killed you, just so you know. Would not have killed you. Close to death, not fully dead. Yeah, close, clo- only mostly dead. All right, so back to Ogre 2. He's going to miss, and we're going to go on to Ogre 3, but I do need to change your mirrors. One second. You have two mirrors left. Okay, got it. Ogre 3 is down. He's going to spurt... Some blood, but he's gonna stabilize. All right, Soul, you're up. Yeah, I'm. G- I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask Grow for help. Nice. Because we're down someone. Okay. And oh my god, I'm so squishy. Okay, you're gonna call into your ring as a free action. Yes. A link's gonna be established, and it's gonna okay. take him around to even like pick up. So. Okay. You, you have a move and a standard left. You got it. You got it. You got this. You got this. If I move here, can I still hit that closest ogre? Yes. Okay, cool. With point blast. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm going to move over there. Or, actually, I can just do point blank shot first and then move there afterwards, can I? But uh, let's see if I hit this fucker. That's a 20. <laughs> that's an adjusted 20. Uh, 9 plus 11. So it's going to hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay, cute. Alright, alright. Uh, that's a six. That's a six damage. It's not your minimum, but it's not great either. At uh, least I'm hitting. At least you're hitting. Okay, so Ogre 1, Big Ogre 1, is going to go. to so double move up, so he's going to move in a flanking maneuver. So is this guy. Levette. Yeah, they're getting ready to start bringing the pain, because they know that Alpha's not going to last much longer. You don't really have a proper tank. Uh, but I know, I did not mean to screw this up so bad. Yeah, I really screwed this up. I'm gonna cast a monster too. The spell one, so that I can't have that going with Archibald. Also, I don't know if I had it made it clear before, but I did take his fear with me. Okay. I'd like to summon a crocodile. Cool, cool. Oh, wait. Did he- right <laughs> over here. Alright, you wanna summon a crocodile over there? Yes. Are these all augmented, by the way? Yes. Yeah. Alright, uh, that's my turn. Alright, crocodile's up. Who's he going after? He'll go after Ogre 2. Big old bite onto Ogre 2. That is going to miss. He rolled a 5. Oof. Of course he did. Oof indeed. Okay. Karis, now that she has cast the Ghost Hand and made the touch attack to grapple onto Ogre 1, she's now going to use the spell that she's prepared, and she's going to make Ogre 1's day very, very bad. I bet. So, the ghostly white-looking glowing hand that's protruding from her chest, reaching out and then touching this ogre, is going to change from a white color to almost a glowing purple color. And when it does that, the ogre is going to make a fortitude save, fail it miserably, drop to his knees, and start vomiting blood everywhere. Nice. Alright, Alpha. Alpha's going to five-foot step up and make an attack against ogre number two. He's going to miss, mostly because he's in defensive stance. Fair enough. All right, Marcus. Oh, also, Karis is going to five foot step back. She sees Big Ogre too, and she does not like. Oh. She knows that you know the rest of y'all can take a punch way better than she. That's true. Probably. Well, for now, 
I'm going to do Divine Favor on myself. Alright, so Divine Favor is going to give you a plus one luck bonus on attack and weapon damage rolls for every three caster levels you have to a max of three. It's going to last for one minute. And there you go. You cast Divine Favor, you have a move action left. And good right here. Okay, alright. Roxy is going to double move. Shit, Samira, I'm sorry. Alright, Vera, you've got... Queen Roxy, 25 feet beneath you. All right. First of all, when I look back, do I see... Are the uh, Hive members still moving, by the way? Did you want them to? Because if you yes. did, they will continue to move, yeah. Yes. So in that case, they're pretty far down the road. You've, you've slowed these ogres down significantly. So okay. if nothing else, if you all die here, you have probably bought them enough time to escape unharmed. All right, so awesome. that the weavers can kill them later. <laughs> That's if they go the wrong way, yeah. There's a shortcut through the woods. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm going to drop a, a flaming spear. Okay. Say onto ogre two. All right. So I'll move like over here and drop that big ogre two. Yeah. All right. You dropped the flaming sphere on big ogre two. Go ahead and drop the DC if, if you have it there. Go ahead and drop it onto ogre two, and that's going to pass. That's a 19 adjusted. It's all or nothing damage for the flaming okay. sphere. So takes no damage from that. All right. All right. Archie continues to assemble. It's now, it's round five. Like I said, he'll be up in round 12. All right, Ogre yeah. 1. Ogre 1 is going to attack with a great club against Alpha. He is going to miss. Ogre 2 is going to five foot back, make an attack against the Crocodile. He's going to hit and deal 12 damage. Ogre 3 is down, but stable. I'm going to go ahead and remove him. Because I don't think he has any chance of getting healed right now, so I'm just going to get him off the board. Soul. Okay, so I still have everyone selected. I need to select this crocodile now. Okay. Alright. I am going to inspire courage again on everyone since it just ended. Alright. Put on that sweet, sweet effect. Mm-hmm. Has Gro responded yet? Yeah, so he's going to answer. He's going to say, oh, what's going on? You sound, you sound scared. What's up? Big ogres, really big ogres, really big, big ogres would really appreciate help. If not from you, okay. maybe daddy. I just... Describe where you are. In a big field on the pathway, right. heading towards Bill, <laughs> going upwards past Purple Wall. <laughs> all right. So you start to try to describe the area around you into your ring. That's all fine as a free action. What would you like to do as a move? Because I think you use your standard for music. And now your reaction for talking. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, I'm going to move 20 feet more towards the north. All right. You're going to fuck off to the back. All right. I'm so squishy when it happens. Yeah, so is everyone else. And you're not the squishiest. So I'm giving people buffs. That's true. All right. Big Ogre 1 is going to make a charge attack like he needs it. And he's going to charge in and swing at Marcus. What? Seriously? I like how that's your reaction. Okay. Did okay. he crit? He almost crit. Jesus. Luckily, his confirmation roll did not resolve. Because what is Garvin's AC? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I need to check something. Does charge bonuses apply to confirmation rolls? And if they that's do, you probably just got critted. Oh, shit. Yeah, it takes all the same modifiers as the attack that was just Give made. It's, it's basically just a mirror a of the same roll. Which means he just barely, to the number, crit you. Take over the queen? Okay. Is that possible? Mm, don't wonder. do that. I don't want her in the party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Did I just hear what I thought I heard? <laughs> yeah, I so. Oh, God. Okay, I mean, it, 
I mean, technically... <laughs> I mean, technically... You gave us an all-powerful being who can I mean, eat souls. Like I said, technically, yeah, you could. If you really wanted to. Super strong. Just say... Oh, Best God. tank we'll Hold ever on. have. Yeah, if we're serious, she's super strong. Uh, absurdly strong. Just saying. Just saying. Just she saying. She come down to level six, though. It goes to your level. Right. Yeah, but, that's but not, still... That's not affecting her strength score. That's true. When I say super strong, I mean her actual strength score. She's ridiculous. I see. But yeah, you'd basically you'd trade out cleric abilities for fighter. Oh, no. She's I, got... Oh, man. No, don't, don't, she's a, don't, she's a level five fighter. You don't have any options for clerics in the ogre, so... Yeah. <laughs> Just take the strong one. <laughs> yeah, she's a level five fighter. Maybe Archibald pops out and rescues us. I don't know. <laughs> it Archibald, seven wait more turns. Ar- Archibald pops out to rescue us. We're look, already look, dead. Look, everyone's dead. <laughs> <laughs> was this a the adventures planned of Archie and Roxy. encounter or was this a random encounter? This was a planned encounter. This is Roxy getting revenge okay. on you guys for killing her son husband. Her son husband? husband? Yeah. Yes. Husband son. Son's been. Son's been. Her son's been. <laughs> Ogres are funny. Alright. Big Ooh. Ogre 1 is going to critically hit Marcus on he a charge attack. It's going to deal 34 points of damage. And he's going to gain momentum meaning that he is going to oh. gain a plus two on all of his attacks and damage rolls for one round. So he gets a small buff for the future. Let's kill him. All right, anyway, Big Ogre 2's turn. He's just going to move oh, up God. and attack. He's just too close to charge. And he is going to swing at, oh, Levette or Karis? Levette or Karis? Levette or Karis? Dice, you say Levette, so okay. I'll do that. And, wow, Are really? You? Really? Really? Wow. Is that wow. a miss? No, that's a hit. I, it's a 14. Uh, a hit. Shazbot. All right. Well, in that case... At uh, least it's not a crit. Yeah, it's not a crit. Oh, 18 shit. damage. Well, that... How badly hurt is this croc looking? Can the I... crocodile has taken 12 points of damage and has 10 mm-hmm. HP left. 10 HP left. You're fairly certain that one more hit is going to kill it. These yeah. ogres hit for more than that. Notably, Marcus is going to go before they do. That's a good point. Well, what I was thinking of doing is bombing him. Yeah. But I will catch Alpha, and if I don't move, it will catch me. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. You have that ability to blow up. Your... Okay, I'm going to tell Vera to regroup with us. Oh, come over here, we need to loop! And I will cast Mage Armor. I'm going to start with myself. Okay, now would you like to defensively cast this, or would you like to provoke from two targets? What is defensively casting? You would need to make a concentration check or botch the spell, but you would not provoke. If you provoke and then get hit, you have to make a concentration check. If you're hit against the damage taken. So, if you want to cast a spell defensively, then Mm -hmm. you are going to take a DC 15 plus double the level of the spell you're casting. So it's a level 1 spell. So it's going to be DC 17 concentration check in order to cast a spell without provoking. That's Okay. What do I roll again? For a the... concentration check is a d20 plus mm-hmm. your caster level and your ability score modifier used to determine your spell casting. So d20 plus 9 and you have to make a 17. Uh... Oh, I made it. All right. Ooh, nice. Okay, you defensively cast mage armor on yourself, you said. Okay. You mage armor yourself up, increasing your AC to 18. You have a move action left? You want to take it? I'll five foot step on Marcus. You got it. All right, Crocodile. What's he doing? 
Ogre 2? Yeah. Alligator, alligator, eat him up, eat him up. Alligator, alligator, eat him up, eat him up. And he misses. He no, even worse than last time. The chant did not help. <laughs> Thank you, though. All right. Let's try. I'll just go back to where I came from. <laughs> All right, Karis is going to take a five-foot step back and focus on her spell again, which is going to cause the Ogre 1 here to take another Fortitude save, which he will botch, and we're going to go ahead and have him uh, heal over. Wowzers. Ogre 1 is going to vomit a spout of blood, and we're just going to go ahead and drop him. Yay! Okay, so he don't feel so good. He falls over and drops. All right, that ends that effect of the spell, and that is the end of Karis' turn. Alpha is going to make a withdraw action and block. So he's going to move back as a withdrawal, so full round action, doesn't provoke, and stand there in front of Karis. Right, Garbin. Okay, so that's five foot step north. If you can heal my croc, if you're going to heal yourself, then that would be awesome. So the channel is going to miss Vera, but I don't think Vera is hurt anyway. Oh no, Vera is hurt. Okay, so just make sure to run. Pun-, pun damage. That's true, pun damage. Also, don't ever select Alpha for a channel, please. He will not be healed by your effect. That is a nine. All right. right. You channel heal for nine hit points. And... That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, that guy gets a good swallop on me again. Uh, That's going to be bad. Yeah, but if he doesn't, then you can give it another go on next turn. Yeah. You have 24 hit points. That's good. As long as he doesn't hit you for that or more, you're okay. Mm. All right. Queen's up. Oh, fuck. And if he does hit you for that or more, then we can welcome Queen Roxy as our new party member. (laughs) (laughs) I like my cleric. That would suck. I mean, really, really suck. (laughs) I mean, you could kill one of us, play somebody else's character for the rest of the campaign. (laughs) Uh, I can roll with the punches pretty well, but I don't know if I could be queen. I believe you could be queen. (laughs) Man bad time to start talking about the punches so queen roxy is going to saunter up to the crocodile and use her enchanted man catcher and basically just cut the thing in half she just stabs it with this big man catcher and it just slices the thing in two leaving uh, uh, sparkles and light and acid splashes everywhere yes yeah vera right first of all we're going to move the flame sphere uh, Mm -hmm. on top of big uh, ogre two okay that is a move action to do that that is oh is it yep to move a flame sphere is a move action. Let me verify okay. that real quick here. Verify? You know it. Sorry. You know uh... it, bitch. All right, yeah. To move a flaming sphere is a move action. So you want to move it? Nope. Okay. Yeah. All right, I can attack and then move, correct? Yes. If I throw a spear at Big Ogre 2, mm-hmm. could I use point blank shot? Yeah, he's in range. All right. I'm going to throw a spear... There's going to be a 25 total. Nice, nice, nice. That hits. Roll that right. beautiful bean footage. 12 damage. I'm going to move next to Soul. All right. 35 feet. Are you still 25 feet in the air? Yes. I'll probably go down 5 feet as well. Okay, so you're 20 feet off the ground now. All right. Ogre 2. Ogre's going to attack you. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to take 15 points of damage. All right. All right. Soul, you're up. You're already Is Girl here? <laughs> Please? Okay, so what's going to happen is, yeah, so Gro's going to appear in a swirl of energy ten feet to your right, Soul. Okay. God, he's going to die out here. You're up. Okay. 
I'm gonna move out in front of him. Okay. And then I'm gonna throw Symphonia's wit. And then I try to hit Big Ogre too. That's 20. a net 20. Confirm. Die, bitch. That is a 15 in damage. Right, he slashing. is in the red. All right. Ogres. So here's where things get bad. It's pretty much whoever it hits is going to maybe die. So let's see. <laughs> We're going to roll random. And of course, the dice hate Levette because of course they do. <laughs> All right, Levette, you get hit and you take. Oh boy, I'm down there. You were down there. Yeah, you're still up. You took 19 points of damage. Uh, but you are still alive. Big Ogre 2 is going to swing at Alpha and Miss. Levette, you're up. Hey, Beardy. Yeah? Have I ever told you that you've inspired me to be more organized? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that in the same way that my hoarder dad has inspired me to be more clean? I don't, no. I don't know what you mean by that. No, I mean, like, uh, this game is really well run. I should have my shit prepared ahead of time like this kind of way. You think I prepare this shit ahead of time? That's adorable. That that only goes to show. (laughs) All right. Go ahead. What's going on? I just, like, dude, every time I checked it, I thought, this is a stupid spell, because you can totally subvert it by just planning. But I didn't do that. And I had a plan, I just forgot it, again, like I always do, of just not using the summon monsters until after Archie's dead and I have 1 HP. But it's too late for that. Alright, I'm just gonna die, I guess. (laughs) 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 This is when everyone's just accepted their fate, they're just like, yeah! (laughs) This is how I go out, guys. Surrounded by ogres. Well, that's definitely having weird, complex feelings of maybe this is what I deserved. I mean, you did kill your best friend. Oh! Woo! (laughs) We're just going to open that wound right back up. Oh, damn. Just like salt everywhere. Ow, ow. Seriously. (laughs) I mean, the really scary part is the fact that the biggest, nastiest enemy on the board hasn't even gotten up to you guys yet. I know, I know. There's no way for me to get out of here. I've already got my armor. Well, strength is not going to help me here. Is Alpha pretty strong? Alpha has a strength of 18. He's a strength of 18? Yes. All right, I'm going to cast full strength on Alpha. All right, now that is going to provoke from every one of these guys. I'll do that thing, the the combat casting thing. Okay, in that case, it's going to be DC 19. Yep. And you get a plus 9 on the roll. So you got to roll D20 plus 9, and you got to beat 19. Equal so or be So I got a, I got a 50-50 shot. 55 Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> okay, so go ahead and... You burned it. Yeah, you already burned it. Okay, so you botch the spell and nothing happens. Do you have a move action if you want to take it? Everyone's blocked me off. They're like, here, have the little one. <laughs> 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 yeah, like, short ones are like, here, eat them. <laughs> Seriously, if Marcus dies, that might be the biggest benefit to us. Wow! <laughs> no, you're gonna get the queen. <laughs> you can say yes. Yes. No, because like that's I, what's gonna I, happen. I, is they're gonna I, kill Levet. Yes, so queen. Slay! <laughs> I feel like this was planned. Yep. I have a question. What's up? If Marcus chose to, could he just go and get a body now? Yeah, you could abandon the yeah. one he's in. But he then could. I, 
I could, but then I, then you have no healer. No, that's uh, true. You would also tell the ogres to stop because you're their fucking queen. That's true. And then kill them one. And they're your susbins. So literally, you could save the day. Yeah, this actually might be the time. Like and dramatically speaking, I that would be the really coolest feel thing. Like being forced, this was planned, and for, uh, this was not planned. No, if it was planned, it was planned by Beardy alone, and I don't think it was. This I don't thing, think it was. No, this was not planned. Oh man, what can I do to get my robot out? Ah, fuck it. Kill the goddamn dog. Kill the dog! I'm not gonna let the dog get killed. I'm done. Oh, you're done? Yeah. I'm done casting my spell, and I can't go anywhere. Okay, Karis is going to move back here. I think that's still within range of everybody, so we're gonna go... Alright, and she is going to do heal and... Really? Fucking really? Oh, Karis, you you have rolled snake eyes. Fucking snake eyes on your channel energy. Alright, so she heals everyone for 3 HP. Well, that sucked. Alpha! Alright, right, Alpha's gonna five foot step, and he's going to attack with his longsword against Big Ogre 2. He's gonna hit, and he's gonna deal 13 damage to Big Ogre 2. He's now taken 51 points of damage total and is still up. <laughs> Alright, Marcus, you're up, buddy. We did get a ruling, if I remember correctly, from Beardy earlier that you can come back into your old body. You would still have all of her gross memories, though. Did you seriously just step away for You just left Levette to fucking die. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I was thinking, all right, if Marcus fucking steps away, then I am convinced that Scurry <laughs> is playing the fool and he is literally trying to this, ruin Levette's life. This is murder. great. Yeah, no, this, this and is... And you have confirmed it. You have this confirmed is the entire, that this he is, is the entire party evil. having chosen to murder Levette, apparently, because, yeah... The front line is no, all like, expendable wait. things like a throwaway <laughs> skeleton and Levette. This, this story has the most cynical moral that I can possibly imagine. I don't know. If you're unlucky, then everything will suck and then you'll die. <laughs> That's the moral of Levette's life. <laughs> can I get a re-ruling, Beardy, that I can leave my body, go take over Queenie? and then return to Marcus's bot. So if you do that, you realize that you are going to be changed from the experience. Oh, no. So if you're basing your alignment off of your memories, and you're about to get a bunch of new memories <laughs> that are going to change the way you look at the world, that is going to create some interesting yeah. dynamics inside your own Maybe, brain. but it's got some pretty good aligned memories. <laughs> Like Actually, it might be interesting story-wise, though. So, yeah, you can only try that, but you're going to have some pretty crazy things going on in that head of yours if you do this. Oh, and you no. still have to succeed on it, because realize she hasn't taken any damage. And, of course, like Pokemon, you have to whittle them down before you can take them over. So, mm-hmm. it's going to be a hard thing to fight mentally, and if you lose that mental battle, it could mean you're dead. Ah, oh, come on! We have an all-powerful, soul-sucking demon thing! Nothing of the sort. Marcus is very far from being all-powerful. 
Yeah, he's a pretty average evil monster. <laughs> yeah, like, if you fight him off, you've pretty much killed him. He's just got a lot of danger because he has all this sleeper cell business going on. But it was apparently all in his plan to lure Levette into a situation to get her killed because <laughs> yeah. it has worked perfectly. I mean, look at this. Look at this battle, <laughs> really. guys. Look at this. It's I mean, not only, not only has it worked perfectly, but by the standing of the battle right now, nobody will miss her. Nobody will care. <laughs> Marcus would care. Um, <laughs> oh, Marcus boy. would care. Because oh, yeah? Marcus has... Is that, why you just, is that why you just left Levette to die? <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I mean, right. it's, cool. it's whatever. There's just three ogres that go before me. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Marcus you have, would you have, a, you have a standard action and a move action left. What do you want to do? <laughs> Man... We play these fucking mind games with each other a it's, little too hard. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing this happen and remembering being on the receiving end, and I can't help but feel a little guilty, but not guilty enough to stop. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the correct okay. amount of guilty. Marcus is going to take that five-foot step, but remember he has the memories, right? Yeah. He's going to feel the tug to stay back. Hey, look, it's Grove! <laughs> Maybe abandoning everyone's not a good idea. Hey, 14 heals. That healed a decent amount. That, that actually might save me. Amount. Yeah. And I guess that's my turn. This would be a terrible time for Levette to die. It would, right? But... Like, you just murdered your best friend? Right, like, no resolution to anything. Or mm -hmm. some resolution, and then it gets thrown away, and then that's it. Alright, so Roxy's gonna move up 15 feet. I was wondering if I could do a free talking action. Yeah, go ahead! <laughs> So, Soul's gonna look at Gro and say, teleport us out of here. Oh, shit. Beat? What about all those cheese? <laughs> They're not my people! Also, what, what, alright, what about thinking before you act? Yeah? Like taking out the tank? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I brought my right. weak, spongy fiancé uh, here. Okay, so your weak, spongy fiancé could only bring three other people with him. Oh, I just thought he could only bring me! I was just gonna eat the oh, fuck shit. out of it! <laughs> yeah. Damn. Oh, wow. Damn, soul. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I understood that. <laughs> okay, not Vera. <laughs> Vera needs to catch up to her caravan, whatever. Does he have to touch Karis to bring her? Yeah, it's a touch ability. Okay, just Marcus and Levette then. Wow, you're going to yeet out and just leave Karis. So you want Gro to teleport you, Marcus, yeah. and Levette away. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a touch spell. They literally have to be putting an arm on the arm of that person casting the spell to go with them. Yeah, he, he can bring along three people with him. How likely do you think our survival rate will be if we wait one more turn? <laughs> I'm not sure. All right, so now that you've had your discussions, Roxy's going to go ahead and make a man-catcher attack at Alpha. Oh, God. All right. He is heavily injured. All right. <laughs> All right, grows up. Grows looking around at the scene, and he's like, uh, okay, so you said that you want to be teleported out of here? Is that what, Soul, is that what you said to Grow? They said, they yep. said teleport me out of here. The exact words were teleport us. us. Oh, you're right, out of here. He probably would think that us meant the whole party. He's going to say, I can't bring all of you, and he is going to cast a different spell. Okay, he's going to cast Hold Monster. <gasps> but it is basically going to be a will save on the part of Queen Roxy, which she is going to fail, which means that she is oh. now held. That's good. That's real good. Okay. Good call with getting her up here. <laughs> I mean, I figured a wizard would be nice. 
but I wasn't sure. I thought maybe he's all utility. He's an enchanter. It'd be really, really interesting if he showed up, didn't help, and died. All right, so Grow is going to cast Hold Monster, and Roxy, Queen Roxy, is just going to be standing there, like, paralyzed, frozen solid. And then Sol's going to call over to everyone and just say, Get over here now! All right, Vera, you're up. All righty. I'm going to go up 10 feet and go directly above Big Over 2. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to throw a spear. Okay. That's going to be a 25. Ooh. That is a hit. Go ahead and roll damage against Big Ogre 2. Yeah. This might drop him. And we do 12 damage. You drop him. Oh, nice. Yay. Okay, turn this around. All right, Aww, Ogre 2 is going to make an attack against Levette. What what is your AC now? Is it eighteen? It's eighteen now. <laughs> yeah, he, he actually rolled an eighteen because of, because of course he did, right? Of course, right? <laughs> because of course. Fifteen oh, damage. No. Oh. Soul. Okay. I just imagine yeah. these guys fucking smash Levette in the ground. Marcus heals her. She like manages to stand up, and right, she stands up. Someone fucking hits her again. Levette is currently standing at seven HP. Yeah. yeah. The big ogre hasn't gone this turn, and they do a minimum of twelve damage if they hit. And they go right before me. Yeah. There's only one person's turn between them and you, and that is yeah. no I pressure. I appreciate that you play the mind games with everyone equally, Beardy. No pressure. <laughs> if anyone's going to save Levette, it's Levette. it's gotta be the bard. And right. it's uh, I got a question. If I go right next to Levette. Is that still able to be a ranged attack? Yeah, that's a ranged attack against Big Ogre 1. Okay. But that's also within his swinging range, so it would provoke. It would provoke? Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I'm standing right there. I could channel. Uh, yeah, I mean, you do have, like, full hit points, so it's unlikely that he would... <laughs> and two mirror him. images. Left. I do. That's true. You do have that defensive spell up, which is really useful. Okay. So I was going to look at Grow and just say, just get me out of this after... And they go up next to Levette. Alright. And they activate point blank shot so that <laughs> this fucking hits probably. And oh, that's a 13. Alright. Opportunity. Alright. And go ahead and roll a D6. We're going to say a 1 and a 2 hits you, and a 3 through a 6 misses you. Okay. All right. That's All right. a 4. Yeah. So you burn another one of your mirrors. Alright. And But I didn't hit him. No. Okay. Alright. Well. Just turn. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's going to think that that was awfully silly of you to run up and try to die like that. So he's going to go ahead and make a double attack against Soul. Cool. Both attacks miss. In fact, cool. one of them might critically miss. Let's see. It does not critically miss. He just misses yeah. both attacks. Yeah, he rolled a seven and a one. Ooh. Soul's making the stupidest stance ever. They've got like the Wonder Woman arms on hips just... Stand out there. They have the face of terror, but it's like a smiling terror face right. where they're just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Lorette, you're up. Uh, you can GTFO now. I was thinking about doing so, but I don't want to leave Soul now that they've saved me. Well, I just figure Grow will go in the nook between me, you, and Marcus and just. I got it. I'm going to step behind you. All right. Is that right? What? Is that no. What? No. 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 Wait, 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 wait. All right. <laughs> so you're there now. What do you want to do? All right. Oh. And also, just to be on the safe side, I'm going to cast Mage Armor on Soul. I forgot to describe it the last time. I have these little round gear-like things that I slap onto your back, and armor just kind of expands over your chest and shoulders. (laughs) 
is it as big as Archie, or does it just naturally conform to anyone's body? It's not as bulky as him, but it's like a similar color and metal and stuff. All right. Then that'll be my turn. All right, Karis is going to cast a spell. She's waving her hands in front of her, and there's energy moving around between them. And as she's talking, her hair starts to lift up and sort of like float. Her eyes kind of turn black, and it sort of gets dark a little bit in the area. And she is going to cast a fear spell. So we're going to have a couple will saves get rolled. Okay, Big Ogre 1 is going to pass, but then Ogre 2 is going to fail. So he is going to be feared. I'm so worried for... I, Grum, don't want to leave anybody behind, but I just feel like there's no way on earth that Lovette heard that conversation while she was getting her shit kicked. So she's just, all right, what are we doing next? And then next thing she knows, we're going to be gone. Alpha's going after Queen Roxy. That is going to critically hit. And if it confirms, let's see. It does. Okay. (gasps) So here we go. Yeah, when you paralyze an enemy, you really fuck over their defenses. All right. That's right. Alpha hits for 25 damage. And slashing, yeah, cool. And he gains plus four AC for one round as a parrying strike. Right, that's going to help him out. Marcus, you're up. Okay, Uh, channel energy. All right, you heal a bunch of people for ten. Nice. Good, good. All right, you've got a move action left if you want to take it. I thought we were going to stay right there. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. In that case, we're going to move ahead to Queen Roxy. Roxy is going to get another save, botches it. And is still held. All right. Nice. Grows up. Dude, I didn't think the combat would last till 12 rounds, but it's looking like it might. Even if it ends right there. <laughs> I'm surprised it's gone this long. He is going to cast Feeble Mind. Oh, okay. Ooh. Let's see. He's going to cast that on Big Ogre 1. Big Ogre 1 gets a will save. Fucks it up really badly. And, okay, the Big Ogre's charisma and intelligence stats are both reduced to 1. Oh, uh, wow. There's no duration other than instantaneous, which means it's a permanent change. Oh, God. Jesus! So, Big Ogre won. My boyfriend's the best! Does so, that mean that his intelligence went down a whole two points? It was seven, now it's one. So, Big Ogre one is going to sit down and start shoveling grass into his mouth. <laughs> Big Ogre one, I'm just going to go ahead and knock him out of aggressive stance. He is now just going to sit there and eat grass. That's his That's life fine. Life. That's just what he does now. <laughs> wow. Marcus, perfect. You eat that one. We now made only... him brain dead. Yeah, because you're not going to have to worry about his baggage anymore. Oh, wait. Okay. We made another person brain dead? Oh, Jesus. Vera. <laughs> what did uh, Garvin do last round? He channeled, channeled everyone. Oh, gotcha. Okay. All right. I am going to move no, my flame off. sphere. Okay. On top of Roxy. Okay, she auto-fails the save because she's paralyzed. Very nice. Roll 3d6 damage for fire. Two. Six. Six damage for fire. And then I will use Husk Spear. Okay. And that's another reflex save, so... She fails it. All right. Max damage. Twelve. And and a seven. seven. Cool. Nineteen damage. Ooh, she's in the red. Ogre 2 was frightened last turn, so, well, he failed the will save against Karis' fear spell, so he's actually going to double move away, so he's going to 60-foot run. All right, Sol, you're up. Okay. Well, this isn't how I expected things to happen at all. Oh, me either. All right. Things are going pretty well. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Courage ended. I gotta do that. Do you? Do you have to do that? Do Do you really? I mean, that helps us hit things. Yeah, yeah that's but, pretty helpful. Uh, all right, but the only target left, left is paralyzed, so... That's true. Okay. 
All right, I'll try to hit Queen Roxy. All right. That was a 17. Which still hits because the target's paralyzed. Okay. Whoop, whoop, whoop. That is right. nine damage. All right, yeah. you deal nine more damage to Roxy. Dying. Which means she's down. You're the queen slayer. So Queen Roxy falls down to the ground and is bleeding out, still paralyzed. Right. Big Ogre 1 is going to reach down with one of his giant ogre hands. He's going to tear up a whole fistful of grass, and he's going <laughs> to shove it down his gullet, and he's going to chew it silently. Just kind of staring without blinking. <laughs> Aw. Look at I feel like I should eat his soul just to end his misery. Kelly, how long does that, is that when the flight of you? <laughs> About six seconds. Okay. I'll look down my scope and take a shot at him. All right. Oof. That's a 15. That is a miss. That's my turn. All right. Well, looks like we did okay after all. I learned my lesson about (laughs) order of operations. All right, Karis is up, and she is going to channel clear targets. She's going to target Alpha, and she's going to channel negative healing to Alpha to heal 8 HP for him. God, love that Alpha. All right. Alpha's up. <clears throat> he's going to attack. He's going to... Don't, 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 yeah, don't, he's probably gonna go there. don't kill my snack. Don't eat my snack. Really? If really? You want. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for this thing. It's just like... I mean, it does Why? Have... I mean, it has a soul. He can eat it. Mm-hmm. You're also, Karis is here. Thing. Tell us what eating grass is like. (laughs) 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 See, here's the thing. I wouldn't be worried about the memories of the last 12 seconds that I would be worried about. I'd be worried about the memories of the last probably 25 years that that ogre has. Of being an ogre. Of being a marauding ogre susband. And Garvin Shortfellow and whoever else he's been. Right. So, like, realize that those are going to fold into your personality. So, do you really want part of your memories to be that of a susband? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you would only learn to sympathize the husbands, but I don't know if you'd say something you want to do. I will always play the devil's advocate. Always. I mean, that's that's my job in this game, so. Yeah. I speak for the NPCs. Exactly. This is, <laughs> this is why I... It's okay. I said NPCs. yes to a necromancer changing my eye into a zombie. And then you broke yeah. your heart. Also, but then again, you didn't know. I didn't um, know. She didn't tell me. Wait, it was so obvious. <laughs> This is my first D&D game. The necromancer (laughs) offered me something. It turned out to be necromancy. (laughs) I just honestly don't know how those mechanics work, like, at all, though. It wasn't that what I knew, it was what I guessed. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a necromancer, so probably dead people. She seemed like she was very confident in it, and there was no tell of my eye actually being dead. Right, well, that's be- she was confident because le- she legitimately doesn't see a problem with it. Which there isn't a problem. I, mean, yeah, it works. I don't think there's a problem with it either, yeah. It was, I think it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say Did that Ogre, Ogre 2 will run off <clears throat> if you guys don't want to give chase, and you will get XP for defeating him, so it's up to you. Did we you... get XP? I thought we just milestone anyway. We milestone anyway, it's fine. Yeah. So you've won the battle. You don't have to worry about the dice rolls to chase that guy down and kill him if you don't want to. Cool. Twelve seconds later, so... Archibald shows up ready to fight. <laughs> like, where are Ver- they? Vera rushes as fast as they can to Hummel. Oh, he's fine. He's stabilized, so he's he's good. He's good. Yay! So. <laughs> I'll put him in the apiary to rest. Soul just slumps to the ground, and they they just kind of look around at everyone. Gro's gonna walk over and, and ask if you're okay. Ah. Oh, not not you, Lynette. <laughs> no, I just, I just, 
Didn't see him there. Soul's not gonna answer. They're just gonna stare up at him. They look like they're lost for words. Alright, Gross is gonna give you like a long wordless hug. Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kanishra. Until next time. <laughs>